0: Hello and welcome to the Super Show Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and today I'm joined with these two fuckboys, Jamie and Jonesy. I don't really know what a fuckboy is. I hear
1: people say it a lot, but I must admit I'm a bit out
0: okay. of the loop Okay, do you now. own a mirror in your house?
1: A mirror? Yeah, own I've got a mirror. mirror. Yeah, go
0: only on, I have I own look own a look in the mirror and I think you'll, 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 you'll see what a fuckboy is anyway <laughs> <laughs> we are a gaming How did podcast that get a
1: and, uh, i, bit, I bit hard on that yeah. you took me right down that little path there i was uh, wondering if you're playing along or what because Jeff- i thought you were going to tell me something interesting like you can tell a fuckboy because they have more mirrors than <laughs> i don't know the ratio of mirrors to rooms is a certain slide i've got no idea where this is going
0: i love it yeah the, the ratio of fuckboy to the circumference of the mirrors in your house, whatever. Anyway, some people might not believe it, but we talk about games on this podcast, fellas. Two hours, if we go for two hours runtime. So if you're opening up this video and it's like, hey, it's, you know, or or, or podcast on, on a podcast platform of your choice, and it's two hours in length, understand that there's only about... 30 to 35 minutes of actual gaming talk and the rest is... Don't say that! <laughs> the rest is us just being absolute fucking honest. Awesome. He's being honest. He's he's being honest. Being- hey, listen. Oh. We, we, if, if we're hoping to grow, people need to know what they're in for, you know, and just get on with it. I'm always hoping to grow, Chris. You know me. Oh, I do know, buddy. Uh, Talking about my penis. Is that why you have a tape measure in the back of your...
2: Oh, is it... Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You weren't meant to see that. But, uh, that's,
1: that's the target he's aiming for once he takes the weights off, finally.
2: Yeah, I've heard that if you uh, push hard enough, it does actually, you know, little by little, incrementally, Ooh. you'll get there. So every night in front of the mirror, as Chris mentioned, um, yeah. just sat in there flexing. There we go.
0: Ah, uh, Well, fellas, listen, it's been uh, pretty much an entire week since uh, we switched on the cameras, the lights, and called action. So what have you guys been up to, uh, you know, in in the most recent time, nothing. That's good. That's good. Great. Thanks, That's thanks. literally what I've been yeah, up to. Absolutely good. Nothing. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. I like it. Okay. Well, then why don't we just talk about some patrons? <laughs> hell, I God.
1: can say. Should I say? Oh, let me say one thing. Because so last week. Um, I came back off just finishing Mafia, the Definitive Edition. Oh, um, yes. The, re- the remake, that was great. Um, really enjoyed it. That it was a great game. I tried to then play Mafia 2, Definitive Edition. And man, I should not have played them in that order because the remaster
2: Oh, is, I see what you mean.
1: ...is obviously, right, it's nowhere yeah. near to the level that the the remake was and so I found that challenging to try and play any <laughs> of that game. Chal- <clears throat> it was,
0: challenging in what way, Jonesy? I
1: mean, it just looks nasty it everything is oh, not nasty that's not fair like it just looks more dated as you'd yeah. expect because it's just a, a remaster um everything just feels older f- doesn't feel as slick um and i i mean i checked out after about an hour and i don't think i'm going to go back if i'm wow, being honest wow okay
0: well, oh that's not fair <clears throat> yeah, a, maybe i'll a, try but Gen-Z, it's a great story it's rough it's a great story
1: it was rough i yeah i think i might do it just for the story but I, the gameplay was killing me yeah it's not what a long game I, either. it's about what, it's
0: about on par right with uh yeah, uh, the first one. What if I were
2: to tell you it had a better story than the first mafia? Oh. Well,
1: so, so Chris said that before, which is why I'm, I was tempted to, uh, why I wanted to play it because Chris had said that he preferred the story um, in the second one, and and you've just reaffirmed that, Jamie. So maybe I will go and check out yeah.
0: the story. Yeah. I see suit you, mean. And, and it's thought, got a feature yeah. that Jamie loves in any game, like the number one feature of any game he's ever played, where you can go into the house, open up the uh, the fridge, fridge and eat know. a sandwich. So yeah <laughs> which is important. in fact in, in
2: an open world that's basically empty one of the only things there is to do is go into diners and cafes and just order like hot dogs and colas <laughs> and things like that and then you get your tommy gun out and
0: you kill everyone because that's what we do yeah. in video games that's what you do right that's what you do yeah. uh, that's what you do so is that all you've been doing jonesy
1: that was yeah i didn't play anything else wow <laughs> that's it
0: okay well look uh Jamie, I have a feeling that you're going to have the most to chat about because I yeah. have not played a single fucking video game the entire week. You know what I've been doing? I've been watching MasterChef Australia.
2: Which, no no uh, regrets, but exactly. no regrets. As we were saying before we started recording, I think you, you're due a lot of respect for not just your honesty <laughs> in admitting you've been watching MasterChef Australia, but also just because MasterChef, in any of its international varieties, is a fucking banger. And if you're not watching MasterChef... You're missing out on. Dude, I fucking love it. It it,
0: it inspires me so much that, like, when I go to make my fucking cheese toasties, I go fucking weird with spices and shit. And and, yeah,
1: do do they just barbecue everything?
0: You know, in. in, Funnily enough, in this season they got they got like a hibachi grill, which is like a small, like Japanese. Is that the
2: one where they do it in front of you and he flips an egg on it upside down a million times?
0: No, that's a teppanyaki.
2: Uh, uh, no. Oh, yeah, come on, Jamie.
0: The, no, it's just like a they little... Sound the, the they, sound, they sound the same. They both sound like Ghost of Tsushima characters. Shoot me. Hey, uh, uh, Asa Akira, let's do it. Um, no, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. But I have a feeling, Jamie, that you've got the most to talk about in terms of games. But before we do that, because I'm a little bit upside down today, we're going to be doing a little bit of a Patreon <laughs> shout-out. Because, that, that, of course, this uh, podcast is only made possible by the generosity of our lovely patrons. They are Funding the Arts, which is more than I can say about the government. Oh, There we go. (laughs) Can you imagine if we got a fucking government grant to talk
2: shit like we do? I mean, Um, technically, we have kind of transitioned to cyber, just not in the way
0: that they uh, wanted (laughs) us to. Not the way
1: they wanted Fatima to do it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so, look, if you want to help us out, okay, and keep the dream alive, keep the super show going, and hopefully, you know, give us a bit of breathing room so we can bring out some other types of content which we are you know actively working on then head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show and uh you know it's just no pressure just go have a look what's available there it might take your fancy it might not for two dollars you can get access to our discord server and our minecraft server and uh, we're always on the discord kind of chatting up a storm So, you know, that's a good time. Uh, We've got a really nice community there. But you can also get some, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, um, for I think, $5. We've got a whole bunch of uh, additional podcasts on there, which uh, we call the Super uh, Super Show After Dark. So, you know, take that as it will. Uh, But we've got some names to call out, fellas, because these people really help keep the dream alive. These people are the oil on the cogs, all right? And I'm talking about Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy, Brett Cerbrick, aka Shalshak, Freddie K. Official, Hexo Book Read, and we got a message about this one. It's Jesper, Calm Dahl, Nielsen, oh, Javelacujo. It is Cujo. a soft J. It is a soft J. Javelacujo. So then, does that mean that Javela Cujo is Jovella Cujo? Well, am I Hammy all of a sudden? No. Yes, you yes, are Hammy. Yes, you are you're oh, Crying out loud. Yeah, hey me. All right, Amy, hey let me carry on, okay? Because we've got Leo Merger, Lonnie Thompson, Manuel Guerrero, Martin Skihan, Mindful Pig, Nathan Piers, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, and then, fellas, we've got some big boys who are going above and beyond, and my my heart and my loins are open to all of you. I'm talking about Peaswod, The Dude Abides, and The Mythical Rod. Thank you so much, fellas. Uh, it, 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 to this day, still blows my mind. That anyone wants to fund us talking shit. But I'm forever grateful. So there you go. True. Yes. True. Thank
1: you, dudes. You are all awesome. Thank you so much. Much mm. appreciated.
0: All right, Jamie. So let's uh let's show our appreciation by uh, talking about games, which is <laughs> why people oh. are here.
2: So what what have you been playing? I've been playing a couple. Of, that's why I stayed quiet earlier on, where you were like, "What have you guys been up to?" Because you turned our world upside down by yeah. talking about games before the Patreon. So Jonesy and I were just like, we had were, you, were just, in the headlights." Were you just moment.
0: frozen in fear? Like,
2: Ugh. well, first of all, I tend to try and let Jonesy talk first because I'm I'm an awkward human being. But secondly, I was like, "Hang on a second, this is this is change. This isn't natural. <laughs> I'm not like ready. Change. I'm not ready for this." Um, <laughs> But, yes, I have played some games.
0: Okay, first uh, not, thing I want to know, yeah. because last, up to last week, you hadn't finished uh, the Mafia 1 remake.
2: Oh, don't ask me that question. <laughs> ah,
0: no. I just got to... Yeah, but hold on, because I've got to feel better about myself because I said that I was hoping to get it done by this podcast and I obviously haven't because, you know what, we've got to see what happens in MasterChef, so.
1: (laughs) So now when Jamie lists all these games that he's played, um, we can think every time, well, he he had time to finish Mafia 1 Remake then.
2: Well, it's because...
0: uh, Did you pull pull a Jonesy and are the living embodiment of that uh, distracted boyfriend meme? Kind of? Kind of.
2: It's a, it's a little bit more, more autistic than that. Like, I have a weird thing in my head where, depending on what console they're on and what kind of experiences they are, some games are daytime games and some games are nighttime games.
0: Oh, I can. That. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
2: And Mafia is a nighttime game. The issue is, uh, as I kind of hinted at last week, but is now uh, very much the case, uh, Warzone has re entered my life in, in a dangerous way to the tune of <laughs> like four or five hours a night. Um, Whoa, oh shit. wow yeah um and i i I, I, meant... w- I would i would say why why even we cracked the invite but i know why well first of all because <laughs> i play on ps4 and chris i know you're not going to turn that thing on for love nor money nowadays Jones, no, but if it's also and it's, you... it's crossplay. yeah but the, you're forgetting the fact that i don't like either of you two that much outside yeah. the context of this point yeah. Why we're, we're keeping this train on the tracks for the <sighs> sake of the patreon because yeah. we need to pay rent but like When I hit that red button and the recording stops, you two are dead to me.
0: Yeah, to be fair, the patrons are the glue that holds this family together, so... (laughs) Don't you ever, ever... Hold on. Oh, yeah, here we go. (laughs) Don't you ever stop (laughs) pledging. Okay.
2: (laughs) I think they will at some point. Uh, But we were going to play some more. In fact, I've got my PC version of Warzone up to date, ready for the impending live stream or whatever we do. But... um, I've I, I got to
0: put my hands up on that one and say I'm, I'm really sorry, but I uh, apart from MasterChef, I've not been able to actually get in front of my computer this whole week. It's been very Shit, difficult. Yeah. Life takes over, and <clears throat> these guys can attest. E- each day I was like, hey, guys, let's play this game, and we'll do a, a team stream. And then about two hours later, I'm like, sorry, guys, I can't, can't do it. Maybe, maybe two hours yeah. yeah, and
1: then on the corner of Chris's Discord, it just said, Chris is watching uh, MasterChef <laughs> Australia. <laughs>
2: Yes, I can, uh. eh, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, shit just hasn't been coming together lately. And like, I the, the Warzone thing to clarify is like, I'll finish doing some work or whatever. And I think as we've hinted at before, like there's a group of friends of mine who play it every single day. Some number of them at least play it every single day. And so it's weirdly comforting knowing you can stop <clears> working <throat> at 10 or 11 and think, I'll just go and sit on the couch and talk to these guys for like two or three oh, hours. yeah. Dude, and you if- can jump on whenever you want and leave whenever you want. And there's no structure to it. It's almost like that that show Cheers, right? Yeah, like yesterday. It's like going. It's like exactly going to the
0: bar in Cheers. I've never yeah, seen Cheers. Yeah. And then all the Cheers regulars are there, and you're like, "That's what they do." Yeah. There you go.
2: Yesterday, I wasn't even playing Warzone, but I was just like, "Do you know what? If I'm going to play this, I might as well talk to these people while I'm doing it." Yes. Yeah. Okay. <clears> That's fair. Um, but to get to what I have actually been playing, the main thing I want to talk about this week is Hades. Uh, oh, Hades! Yeah. Hades, which I was fucking psyched to start playing because I bought it weeks ago, and since I bought since I bought it, it felt like that game kind of had a mini blow up where a bunch of prominent, you know, YouTubers or people in the know and people whose voices are heard in the community started blowing this game up um, and hyping it up, and I was very excited to get started. It turns out, based on my early estimation, after about <clears throat> I'd say in the region of ten hours of playing, maybe slightly less, let's say eight, um, it wow, okay. seems worth the hype and that's because the reason it's eight to ten hours already is because once you start playing this game it's really hard to put it down once you have put it down it's really hard to not want to start going like immediately but it's a one more run game taken to the nth degree it's um yeah really
0: quite something so i guess
2: uh, for Um, for anyone that yeah sorry chris
0: well i was just going to say that on the on our whatsapp group you you were saying that you Oh no, it wasn't WhatsApp, it was uh Oh, it was on Discord, the Discord actually. But you were saying yeah. it it's right up there and might uh might edge it over Dead Cells. Well,
2: Dead like for anyone that doesn't know, like Dead Cells is the easiest comparison to make, right? Because Hades is at its core, it's it's a it's a roguelike or a roguelite. I don't know what you call it, but it it's a run based game where you're moving through uh, you know, Uh, various like randomized dungeons based on certain preset biomes as the name would suggest you play as a guy called zagreus i probably should have looked it up i don't know if he's real or not in terms of the the actual pantheon of stuff yeah but he in this lore, he is the son of hades who has decided he wants to leave hell and go and join the gods and olympus and in the kind of the story of the game the gods and olympus are actually quite happy to have him he's like their their little cousin, they actually kind of like him. So the <laughs> the, Olymp, the gods of Olympus are helping you trying to escape the various layers of hell. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. And I, I, the thing I want to say is, you know how Dead Cells had a really nice amount of progression between runs? Yeah. It wasn't strictly about, hey, you need to get X amount better to progress more. It was also like, every five runs, you might be able to heal an extra time per run.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Hades has a similar degree of progression, but it's almost like because there are more systems, you feel like you're progressing even more. And it's always so incremental that you never feel like you're getting a huge bonus, but you always feel like you're working towards something. And as anyone who's played a roguelite or a roguelite knows, that's a huge draw. Um, I think the combat feels really kind of... Not as buttery smooth as something like a Dead Cells, but it has a nice feeling to it. It feels... Uh, fluid and it can feel a little bit overwhelming, but in a way that's almost kind of enjoyable. There's lots going on on screen, especially when you get some of those later stages, and there's lots of, you know, passive and active effects going on. I think the main yeah. thing I'd call out as different between Dead Cells and Hades, as the kind of story I was hinting at earlier might suggest, is that there's a shit 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 load of writing in this. This is a game with, from what I can tell and what I've heard, hundreds of thousands of lines of dialogue where you can go on hundreds of runs and never hear the same shit twice. And so what yeah. they've done is they've taken characters like Zagreus and Hades and Zeus and Poseidon and, you know, uh, like some some of people I know, some people I don't, Hermes, all that shit. And they've kind of made them caricatures, not in a silly way, but in a kind of a fun way. They've given them personalities. Like one of the boss fights is against, uh, I think it's like Theseus and the Minotaur. And in it, oh, like, yeah. Theseus is like a celebrity and he's like really cocky. And so they've done stuff like that, <laughs> right. but there's actually a lot of like clever, fun writing. Um, there's story and there's like flashbacks and stuff like that, because between runs, you go back to the hall of Hades. I don't even know what it's called. And that's where you do your upgrades and have conversations and you can give people gifts and there are romance options. Like there's a weird amount of detail in there, but it, fundamentally it's also just a really strong, smooth, fun to play roguelike Uh I, I think it's on the right track to be one of my favourite games of the year. Early wow. impressions. That, that's a I, really, I really quite like it. I, w- I want to... Hang wait, on a second, man. Jonesy's pulling that face. Jonesy, what the fuck does that face
0: mean? <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> hold on. Before before you answer, I just want to say that uh, if you're listening on a podcast platform of your choice, head on over to YouTube so you can see Jonesy's mug. He's doing the face what, what, when he... What, he yeah, hold, I've hold offered on. my what, opinion and he's what about did to I doubt say? it. What did I say? No, no, no!
1: I'm not going to doubt your opinion. Like your opinion, obviously, your opinion. Uh, it's I. It, you, there's a, there's a thing you have, and every gamer gets this, where someone you know and you 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 like their opinion, and you think that they have like they oh. have value, and you can you, and they'll talk about games, and you'll play a game, and go like, oh yeah, they're right. This is this is wicked. So like that, we this, all have those. This people, isn't right? one of those you, times. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, no, is this no it, it, is it is, this it is potentially, it is potentially. And you, got, you two are both that for me, right? You often tell me about games and you talk about games and I play them, like, oh, this is really cool. But then you just have some times when games aren't for you, right? And yeah, so for that, example, fair, Chris, yeah. you love Dota. Um, I've played Dota, I just, it's not for me. Jamie was waxing lyrical about how great Hades was and I'd obviously heard of it but I hadn't really paid any attention to it so I sort of checked it out and I was like okay roguelike mm, I think I'm gonna be hard out and then I looked at it and I was like it looks okay like it looks fine and then as I, Jamie talking okay. about it like, well, as in like the art style. Uh, the, that sort of top-down isometric. Oh, uh, it's what do you call it? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna... no, it's for Fine, it's fine. It looks fine. I'm not. I'm not trying to have a go at it. I'm just <laughs> saying it looks fine. It didn't. It wasn't one of those games that you see and blows you away, or, or grabs you in a different way, or makes you realise something that you didn't. You like, oh, I didn't think that was possible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Or, or what a cool thing they've done. It's it's a done style, but it looks really nice. But yeah, just Jamie talking about it, I was like, I I wish I was into that sort of game. I rogue I could. I could not be less interested in that style. Did you not play uh, Dead Cells? I played a lot of Dead Cells and I didn't enjoy probably any of it. Oh, fair enough like I enjoyed the as I was playing Dead Cells I liked Jamie mentioned the combat there so I liked the combat of Dead Cells I liked the way the character moved I liked the way you progress around the level that 2D side scrolling sort of thing totally works for me because it, it takes me back to a time when I used to play that sort of game a lot but every time you die and reset and do the same shit again and get to the same bit and then fight the same boss I'm like I hate this type of but game
0: you, but you unlock I just, more
2: shit
1: but I don't care. Like I've done the same bit fifteen oh, times. So man. that's that's care.
2: where Hades almost tries to use writing to counter that. So one of the right, examples right. I can give is the first boss in any run is this chick called Meg, basically. Um, and so you will technically you could fight you you could fight her every single run past like the fifth run because assuming by that point you're you're strong enough, but she in theory. Could have like you 'd never hear the same dialogue from her in tens of hours of play, and also the dialogue you get from her is specific to things you might have experienced in that run, like if you go in with low health or if you go in with a certain weapon or if she killed you on your last run or if you kill her on your last run, mm. and also these characters will appear in that sort of hub area between runs, and you can talk to them there and they will also reference stuff <laughs> like it it seems really smart in that sense and if right. character and personality and <clears throat> writing and humor and wit seemed like elements that could have carried Dead Cells for you, because uh, obviously Dead Cells was a, a voiceless character in a world that hinted at lore but never fully explored it. To my knowledge, um, there's a lot more of that in Hades. Uh, okay. But yeah, but fundamentally, I if you don't like if you don't like doing the same shit over and over again and if that like yeah you know
0: it's it's an acquired taste of roguelike for sure exactly i i I, I think it might be my favorite genre to be fair i think if you also
2: chris like you love dead cells i think if you love dead cells you owe it to yourself to at least try this it's different i I, I want to i want to i want to do it on a stream
0: one day actually but yeah.
1: Who knows when that's going to be? So what's funny about you talking about Dead Cells is because it's a cool game. Like, And I, I've i played a bit, like a lot of it. I, well, not a lot of it. I've played like a number of hours of it. And But I remember when we were with ATG and there was, a, there was, I think it was Roche would talk about how like she loved Dead Cells and a couple of other people there. Someone said it was like their game of the year and I played it. And I'd sunk hours into it. And I remember thinking like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how is this even... And then Jamie's saying the same thing again about Hades, which is completely fair, but I know that it's a failing of me. And the fact of I just I'm not into that type of game. It's not me like I said, Jamie, it's not me saying your opinion is wrong. The face was me being (laughs) like it's like someone going, "Oh, um, coffee cake is amazing! I just love coffee cake. I yeah. could eat mountains of the stuff." And you're sitting there going, "I fucking hate coffee cake." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's like, yeah,
1: you get so, why they like it. Yeah, you, but, you, but you just listen if,
0: to Jamie talk about five minutes about a, a roguelike, which you don't, you don't like the genre. So, yeah. like. it, but it, but it's almost like yeah. what if instead
2: of being a coffee cake. It was a cake that was like a coffee cake, then it was a carrot cake, then it was a Victoria sponge, and so on and so forth, and then it was a chocolate cake, and you had to eat it in order. But every time you sat down to try to eat it, you would be able to eat a little bit more the next time. And I your mean, fav- I just want to eat the and cake. And your favourite is, is the cake layer that's last. Basically, this all comes back <laughs> around to the biggest in gaming, which, like, everything... Whatever you, whether you spent this week playing fucking... Call of Duty or Genshin Impact or Hades whatever you played this week we all love numbers going up
0: except Rogue, for Jones, yeah, yeah, yeah we apart do, from
2: yeah. Jonesy and Roguelikes no, are no, are, are I do rewarding runs with numbers going up yeah. so, Saying Jamie, you it was, get further this time you've got do that again but you have more health this time do that again but you have this weapon this time I,
1: th- I think you're right because we all games are the same right they're just different ways of doing it and, the, and more games hide things in different ways so the numbers coming out our heads Everyone knows I hate that. But every game has numbers coming out of heads. It's just right. some games show it and some games don't. A roguelike is more honest in a lot of respects because games do just do the same thing again and again and again. And they just tweak it so that it's you don't feel like it's the same. And often a criticism of a game is, oh, I just did the same thing again and again and again. But a roguelike is explicit. And it's like, yeah, you're literally doing the same thing again. I suppose I just don't like seeing the workings of... In that did you sense. like? I thought you were a big FTL guy. Am I wrong in that? I liked Faster Than Light. I did enjoy it, but that was more for the... Um, because that sort of space, uh, you know, trying to solve... Get it's, I, I found that enjoyable, but again, yeah. I didn't play it for hours and hours. I, I enjoyed the game. I thought it was a fun concept, you know what? but it, it didn't smash it, it it weird,
2: It's weird because f- on a fundamental level, I totally agree with you. And roguelikes where it is just down to your ability and whether or not you can get better... I'm usually out immediately. Like, what's a hardcore roguelike of recent years? I might have to look it up so I actually... I don't even know. I uh, um. actually have any? Ex- an are you saying like
0: where it. there's no... Like, okay, so
2: Spelunky <laughs> is an example. Spelunky oh, right, is a yeah. game where, to my knowledge, there's no progression. You are basically getting better at the game. Mm. And I don't know what this says about me, but that's when I'm like, sorry, I need a, I need some numbers to go up here, fellas. Like, yeah. I, need, I need you to throw an extra heart or two my way at some point, like... <laughs>
0: Yeah, for, I for, for, for me the appeal's always been un- unlocking. Like when you get a roguelike that unlocks shit with each progressive run, yeah, it, that's like honestly like fucking mainline heroin for me. I, I cannot it, just, call I me can De- just, just call me. Just call me Demi Lovato. That. Like I'll, I'll fucking I'll <laughs> that, OD that. on that shit any fucking day. That, that, like that's That's why, that's why I love uh, Risk of Rain. That's why I love. Um, Dead see, Cells, and, and that's why I'll probably love Hades risk, as well.
2: Risk of Rain was one that I couldn't get into because I didn't feel like I was progressing enough. I didn't... Like, Hades is, like, literally first run. Like, you, first run, you'll get enough currency to unlock a perk that lets you defy death once per run from that point on, which means when right. you die, you respawn immediately with half your health back.
0: That, that, like that's see, how that's, immediate that,
2: Hades is in terms that, of its,
0: That's That's a very smart uh, design choice for a roguelike to give you something like that almost immediately that's that's very smart very smart
1: but see what the the thing i've never understood like this is everyone's gonna yeah that's what literal they are how you can enjoy playing a game where after 20 hours or so right you can play it go through like however much of the game and then die and then respawn at the same place you did when you started the game because you're always unlocking stuff but i'm like i've 20 hours is pointless
0: I that mean, twenty hours. Then, then, then again, Jones, again you're, you're talking to someone who who's spent like yeah. multiple thousands of hours on a, a game with only one map, right? So, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: I, I, not that, I'm not trying to. Well, maybe I'm misinterpreting this, but it almost sounds like what you could be butting your head against there is an issue of you're not good enough at the game. And with all due respect, if that's the case, that could be applied to any video game of all time. If you're not good enough to. Have, have like experienced substantial progression at some point as a fair for the better or for worse that's on you
1: yeah no that's fair that's fair like i could if if like
2: i can't it, i can it's criticize. kind of a weird
1: there's a weird switch right because you have to play it for a certain amount in order to upgrade a certain amount in order to get to a certain uh point from the start in order to feel like you're getting that reward but if you're not into the game then you don't put the time in which means you don't get to the thing which means you don't get the unlocks which means you never yeah and i i absolutely i'm like that like and I and, I'm, and I just don't find it rewarding. Like the up, like funny. the unlocks, the upgrades, all that. It just doesn't yeah. get doesn't do it for me. Yeah, but there's also like
2: d- 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 Hades has what the Dead Cells has, and I don't know if this affected your decision, which is like an element of randomization in how you're building out your run, where. So rather than putting... Dead Cells put the emphasis on weapons, right? You have hundreds yeah. of weapons and tools. Yeah, and, tools and the and synergies whatnot. and stuff. Exactly. Uh, Hades doesn't do that. Hades has, like, six weapons, but the synergies come in the form of boons, which are the powers the gods of Olympus, like, give to you to help you with your run. And you run into right. random people each time. So Zeus, if you run into Zeus on a run, you could... He could give you an ability or you could choose an ability that does, like, chain lightning every time you attack someone. But then you could go on another run and run into Poseidon, and he could give you an ability where, when you dash, a pool of water comes out that pushes people back. So, like, right. you're you, there's still, like Chris is saying, it's a different kind of synergy, but still a huge amount of synergy going on. And there's an element of randomness to what... But then you can... <laughs> Unlock stuff that controls the randomness. It's very, very deep. It's, it's very so th- funny, man. Like you're saying all on. this
0: stuff, and and it's 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 giving me like fucking goosebumps. That I just want to, you know, I'm getting itchy, to pl- itchy to play this game. And then Jones is like, yeah, it, werewolf. All that stuff sounds. All that
1: stuff would sound fine. Like I I like all of that sort of stuff. So this is the thing. When I looked up Hades the first time, it obviously immediately reminded me a bit of God of War. And then you throw in a bit of. um God of oh, War was it D- are you uh, looking at the right game dude No, uh, no the the law lore, the law because right, of the, okay, he- yeah, sure. the oh, right. uh, Greek gods and stuff Aries, which, which i like it. okay which and i love that i love that lore like i've always been into um, that sort of mythology so that nassel so it so already puts you at a certain level where you're like i'm interested just because of the the structure of the mythology in the game then you look at the type of game it is and i'm like okay yeah i like this style of game it works and i was like rogue like Hey, do you know what? Maybe I'll give it a go and then I'll um and I'll I'll love it and I'll reassess, but I don't think that might I don't think that's gonna happen. Well,
0: I think I think maybe Jamie and I so I need to get it, but then maybe Jamie and I need to just stream it on a couple of times, a couple of occasions where you could check it out as well. You know. Do you know what? if it was like
1: Diablo, I would be so much more into it if it was a Diablo suit, style suit. game but
0: what, what in terms of the loot of Diablo where you, you go no no no
1: as as in the progression so as in the sense of you start your journey from this point and you your journey takes you through Progr-
2: XYZ and progression that's persistent rather than being based on a loop Exactly, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I okay, get 100 so. I 100% get what you mean. 100%. But yeah. I think that's cuz my favorite style of game has always been the third-person
1: action like story-led single-player game and that is almost the opposite to what a roguelike is because for me the you get to the end of the level. So maybe it's because I started playing games like Doom when I was a kid, and the whole point was you start here and you end here, and that is what you do. And, and you then go you go up the a level in the
0: next one. Yeah.
1: And if you don't progress to the next level, it feels like you failed. Yeah. So but for I, me, I, I find don't know robots about that, don't hard jokes. in See, that. Because
0: if I if I think back to like playing on the on the NES and playing like fucking Tiny Tune Adventures and shit, where it's like <clears throat> it it basically is like that, right? Because those old NES games where it didn't have like robust save systems it's like you fucking play and you get your progression but when you die you fucking start from the beginning as, as a kid it was like frustrating but you just be like okay I'll just go again then and you yeah. play the first level again and the second level again and the third level again and I mean, it's
1: like frigging Super Mario like if you didn't die if you didn't get to a save point you fucking died You all the way back to the, yeah, the last yeah. save point was horrendous yeah, yeah.
0: but anyway okay yeah. I, 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 enough about Hades enough about games because we've been talking about games too much fellas uh, <laughs> it, too much games I know well look okay because look we got a comment on, <laughs> on our YouTube right? from, from a, a friend of the channel, Colin Few, who said almost 40 minutes in and there's been mention of like two games and now they're talking about beating their balls when riding a horse. This is the kind of riveting content I subscribe for. So first off, you know, subscribe to the channel because it's always great. But you know what, Colin, it's not always going to be like that. I think we've spoken quite a lot about games, uh, certainly more than two I don't uh, know. Uh, have we
2: mentioned bulls? I feel like we. Mm. we mentioned I, I that was before. That was before That was before we, oh, was recording. Before we hit
0: recording. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. You're right. What can, what can you do? But anyway, fellas, what, what are you thinking about uh, the Cyberpunk 2077 Night City Wire that happened yesterday at time? Oh, of I missed recording? it. Bullshit! Bullshit. Oh, you missed, missed it, yeah. It. You a dis- are a Cyberpunk cuck. You're a cyber yeah. You're cook. a disgrace. Look at that chair, Alex Jones.
1: I've decided I don't want it to come out. Fuck off. <laughs> it's like Christmas, right? <laughs> I, I, do you want know I'll be oh, interested. And, and it
0: can only ever be a disappointment.
1: No, no, not like, no, not a disappointment. But pl- anyone who agrees with me, let me know in the comments so I know I'm not crazy. I feel like most people already think I'm crazy. But if there's <laughs> one person who agrees with me, I feel vindicated. My favourite time of Christmas is uh, leading up to Christmas Day, right? It's Christmas Eve and it's even Christmas morning before you've opened any presents because the promise of Christmas is always going to be better. Even if you have an amazing Christmas, the promise of Christmas is always going to be better than the reality because you have the possibility of anything, right? It's possibility. I love possibility. Cyberpunk looks so good. Every time I see those trailers, every Night City Wire, I love it. Like, it looks incredible. It sounds incredible. The characters are amazing. And the only thing that can happen when that game releases is some of my promise and and good feeling gets eroded, (laughs) even if it's an incredible game. So part of me doesn't want it to come out ever.
2: Anyway, I'm sorry. that's That's a weirdly kind of almost backwards way of looking at it. And yet, once again, as with the Hades conversation, I do understand what you're trying to say. I disagree with it fundamentally, but um, <laughs> I understand it because I'm an empath um yeah, you know, I can I, it's empathy. I'm not a psychopath. I like what my therapist says.
0: Ah, <laughs> And she's dead. <laughs> yeah, she, well, yeah, she's well the old my, one she, is, yeah. She's buried in my basement. I, I, I no, kinda I get what you're her. saying as well. Um yeah, but Jonesy, like I, I've been thinking about you so much this week because obviously you've got your cyberpunk hello. chair. Which, yeah, hello. Have I? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You got your <laughs> cyberpunk chair. There's, uh, I think it's Steel Series has released a cyberpunk mouse. Have they? Oh, what? I've literally
1: just bought a Steel Series mouse about two months ago. Oh, so you, that's you're, it, you're an idiot. It. You're an.
0: Get on that eBay and sell it.
1: I need some new out. headphones. <laughs> so if if anyone who's made some cyberpunk headphones wants to hook me up,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're you're just shilling now, yeah. <laughs> I'm shilling, yeah. <laughs> this reminds uh... me
2: the other day.
0: Um, I think there are cyberpunk headphones actually. Was it <gasps> there it... must be, yeah.
1: No, no, Steel I... Series, special edition.
0: Were they Razer or were they Steel Series? There probably were Steel Series if they'd done the mice. Still, um, it is Steel
2: Series, yeah. Cyberpunk yeah. 377 Axe the Arctis One Wireless
0: Ooh, NetRunner then, oh, Edition. Those are fucking. I want them. those are, those are good headphones, I'll tell you that much. Um but the then problem is also, I'm gonna
2: get everything Oh, oh you're, they're you're out also... they're out
0: of stock and they oh. were hundred and ten pounds. Yeah. Jonesy you also gotta get your ass to China. Because in China, um, one to Mars. (laughs) Uh, Oh
1: no, they're in stock. I can get them. I can get them today. What now? Collect right away from my local Argos. Oh shit, Jonesy! I think you. I think you can
2: switch. I think you can switch out different designs. Like they've got. They've got like the classic yellow one, like your chair, but they've also got like that red flaming skull thing from the jacket and different. What you mean, like? (laughs) <laughs> this yes like, like, yeah like that that thing that we uh, can for, for see. barely podcast, see <laughs> just turned
0: his chair around so congratulations um <laughs> thank you thank yeah you. no but listen Jonesy. so you've got to get your ass to china as well because they are releasing a limited edition one plus eight t cyberpunk edition a what what is that one plus is a android cell phone manufacturer Oh, oh, I see. Right, right. And and they're going to release, uh, for some reason, from what I've seen, it's going to be a China exclusive. I don't know why. Th- That's th-
1: so dangerous, man.
2: Well, especially after what you were saying about the Chinese government earlier, Jonesy, before we start recording. <laughs> I don't know if you want a Chinese phone sat on your office table while you're having conversations like that. No,
1: sorry, I, was, I meant more specifically for myself. I've already got the chair. I'm getting too invested in cyberpunk. Well, I need to, like, rein it back. Boys, can I just, can I just tell you,
0: I cannot wait until I can fucking wear my cyberpunk jacket. I, I haven't put it on. I haven't touched it. It's waiting in my in my cupboard for the right time. Pop that bad boy on. You,
2: you two are making me feel a like I'm losing my... Can I say something potentially controversial in the face of what you two have just talked about? <laughs> sure, do you know I sure. Do you know what I can't wait for? the game up (laughs) just to play the game I don't need a chair or to wear a bloody jacket I'm I'm somewhat confident that this will be a very good game I'm I'm hopeful further to that that this is going to be one of my favourite games of the year but every time I watch these Night City Wires and some of this stuff I'm like this could be really cool won't know till I play it (laughs) <laughs>
0: like, do you get? Do you yeah. get that? Like, uh, I, I totally, yeah, of course. Totally like, for some
2: reason, for some reason, with games in the past like Red Dead Redemption Two or God of War, I was watching those trailers and gameplay videos, and I was literally jizzing in my pants. And I watched the cyberpunk stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I hope this is good.
0: No, but I, I, I don't I know why because, that happens. It's because dude, think, cyberpunk has been so long coming. Even uh, I'm not even talking about from like that first announcement trailer. When was it? Back in like fucking 2012 well, or. Cr-
2: Oh, oh, yeah, or even the first behind closed doors gameplay reveal, which, depending on sort of your degree of privilege and 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 the oh, people yeah. you know, you may or may not have seen behind closed doors at uh, uh, yeah. at E three in Los Angeles, California, back in the summer of twenty eighteen. Like, if you had friends in high places, you might have seen that behind closed doors presentation. <laughs> wow. I don't yeah.
0: know. Okay, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so Jamie saw it. Blah blah blah. But the point is that even even from twenty eighteen to now, there's been so much marketing on it so much information like way more than god of war or red dead redemption ever had <coughs> True. excuse me and it's like it it's, got, it's gotten to the point of like it's really cool that you're doing this night city wire and you even said that there's going to be another one coming out but i don't need to see more of this game you just I, need to play the game i just need to play it so i get play. i 100 yeah. get your sentiment. But look, fellas, if we're talking about Night City Wire, let's fucking break it down, shall we? Because they showed off, basically, a lot of cars and a lot of fashion.
2: Fashion's a good word for it, I guess. I don't think fashion. they
1: showed off much fashion, though, either. They showed off a lot of cars, and they talked about some terms for fashion without showing very well, much. It's
0: more, Maybe more, they showed off the different aesthetics. Uh, but yeah, the, the cars do, like, so... I don't know how much people kind of know this. Obviously, we're all interested in games, but I am such a fucking petrolhead. I know you you guys like your cars too. Um, not to, not so to this, the same this degree the, as you, but yeah. Yeah, so this, this was pretty, like, really fucking cool. Like, for the first time in one of these Night City wires where they go into, like, the audio thing, is like, oh, look how we fucking recorded this person's footsteps and shit. It's like, I don't care. Oh, look, uh, this is how Johnny Silverhand's fucking samurai battles, I don't care. But with this one, they're like oh, yeah, so we just took microphones and and stuck them in the exhaust of a fucking Lexus LFA, and I'm just like, oh, my God, that's so fucking cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It was very cool, man. I I appreciate it. I thought it was wicked. It's it's awesome, man.
0: And as I was watching that, I was just thinking to myself, so so to begin with, they showed off a a bunch of cars that, you know, ranging from, like, your budget little fucking city runabouts that look like smart cars, you know, all the way to your, like, racing cars or your... um, your rally cars if you're in the nomad kind of outlands area very very cool and and johnny silverhand himself drives a porsche 930 from 1977 which is pretty fucking sick um that is borderline my
1: favorite porsche as well my ooh, favorite 911 yes. turbo I, I can't remember which model it is but it's the one that they had in the first bad boys movie um, oh that, I can't which one it is that was the, is is the, the 993 nine, 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 I can't remember, man. I always yeah. get mixed up with their numbers, but yeah. they showed it, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, that's such a gorgeous <laughs> car!" Yeah,
0: yeah. But- it's it's fucking cool. But like the 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 attention that they've got to it, like each car is gonna have like fucking different paint jobs and different interiors and this that the other and yeah. different features. And the higher scale models you go for them, they might have like AI that can talk to you and tell you what's going on. And if you're in the lower ones, you're just fucking bleeps at you and shit like they've they put a lot well, of thought into it they, and- they
1: went a little bit further like if i can expand on that a little yeah, bit because yeah, one totally. of the things they they did say which is which i found kind of impressive but also one of those things that people developers say and then you're like i want to see it, the implementation is they said that effectively every single car in the game is uh will be original um so there's not one car which is the same as another car so one CUDA is not or you know kudra is it the um oh quadro. the sort of Quadro, thank you. Or is quadra, it Quadro Quadra? Is you it? Quadra. Oh, quadra, the, uh, quadra.
2: Lisa Kudro from Friends. Lisa yeah. Kudro. The quadra. O- There's only one Lisa Kudro, so.
1: Which I think is the one that almost looks a bit DeLorean y that um, you see a V driving around and yeah. you know, oh, one or of them. the
0: staggered uh, brake lights. Yeah, call it the, the hero car right
1: let's say the hero car but i think the idea of even with those is if you have a model of that car that you find in a fancy part of the city um it might be a brand new version with a pristine paint job which with um, the dashboard is all nicely polished up you and you steal it and it looks incredible and you drive around it sounds great etc etc you might then find one in the badlands you go out there and it's beat up the dashboard has been torn out um the paint job is shredded the the engine's not running right but it's the same car the same model but it's just been completely battered but you might then steal another one which is again the same type of thing but it's again it's slightly different because yeah. it's not it's, every car's the same which is massive like that to me is an incredible development in, in gaming it's it's um, very smart and, itself.
0: And, and i wonder if that's gonna lead to any kind of like player defined uh, car customization because i don't think they I hope so i don't I think they so. said anything about that on the on the night City wire I don't remember anything hearing about.
2: anything, but it's not hard to imagine they would ha- have a system in place for, for that stuff, given everything else they're doing, right?
0: It, well, dude, basically the system is there, but they just right. haven't said that you've got access to the system, right? Because clearly the, the game itself has the system. But it's interesting nonetheless. Uh, another cool thing is they uh, kind of partnered up, I guess is maybe a term, uh, with a company I'd never heard before, which is uh, Arch Motorbikes. Uh, and I'm not surprised that I haven't heard of them because I don't know even how to fucking ride a bicycle. So there you go. But <laughs> it looks <laughs> it looks pretty fucking cool. And and I'm sure that when Night City Wire fucking went up, um, I, I could just imagine Archer's website just fucking crashing afterwards. Everyone going yeah, to see like, what's this Arch all about? Because it sounds cool. They They basically have got like a production line of motorbikes, but you can customize it as a consumer, which I think is pretty cool. I don't know, and the, the, bikes, yeah. the, the bikes look fucking cool, not not just in, in real life, but in the game as well.
1: I think they were saying that they take production line bikes from other other manufacturers and then they uh, take them in and they customise them based on whatever you want. That's not, that's not what um, I got.
0: I, I I got it that they have a production line of their own, but they take it a step oh, okay. further. But I, hey, it, who knows? Well, I'll have to look
1: into it. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I think, I'm sure people have heard heard of things like Overfinch or um, yeah. of uh, AMG and the way that they take production line like Mercedes or Land Rovers or whatever and then they... Th- do stuff to them, they bore them out, they make them more powerful, they change how they look, et cetera, et cetera. I kind of got the impression that's what Arch do, but I could be wrong, Chris, you might be right, that they have their yeah. own brand and they change them up. But they said they had one specific motorcycle of theirs. I can't remember what it was called. the. the I don't even know, bloody know, whatever it was called. The F, Is it an FX or something? FX1 or something? I can't remember. Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Cyberpunk have based their bike on that. And it looks friggin cool, yeah. and the audio is all done, like it's all matched to the bike in the game, etc. You have to imagine Archer going to now do a cyberpunk edition of that bike. Oh, uh,
0: definitely, they, I mean, they'd offer some kind of aesthetics to it where, that people can, uh, you know, specify and spec up. The, which, the, oh my, I'd the, love that. Would be wicked. Can, can I just <laughs> say something though? Like, for some reason, and it's going to sound so weird, but when I was watching them recording all of those cars, all right, it. it I I almost kind of like sat back and said, "Fucking hell, how much budget does this fucking game have?" Right? Like, <laughs> right. I, I know it's a stupid thing to say because that 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 probably doesn't cost them a lot, right? Like, tell a couple of people to bring their cars over and then just record it. Like, it's not the most uh, costly thing in the world, but it just it just kind of dawned on me that these guys are doing so much on this fucking game. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I, their, y- their their budget seems fucking must be astronomical. I, 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 I'm going to look I, it up I, now. I, I don't know.
2: It probably will be, because, especially because it's been in development for so long, either on or off, or direct or indirect development. But the thing to always remember about CD Projekt Red, and we talked about this last week, ironically, when we were talking about Crunch, is that no matter how independent they appear to be and no matter how, uh, how many nice consumer-friendly decisions they make regarding DLC and microtransactions and so on and so forth, you got to remember that in terms of their market value... Uh, they are bigger than most people would ever imagine. Like, they are the biggest video game publisher in Europe, and that includes Ubisoft. So they got money. Yeah. They got and money. they do
1: a weird thing of, they manage to frame themselves as, like, a, almost an indie. In yeah, yeah like I, a, I, I don't know how they
2: pulled that off. They, well, I think, smart, it, I think it's because their rise over the, especially if you look at, like, over the last five years or so since The Witcher 3 came out, their rise has been so...
0: But no, but, subtle yeah, but almost. Yeah, but don't right. don't get don't get it twisted. They I mean if they control every aspect of their own kind of thing, then they are indie. Like the I remember oh, yeah, growing, they up, are growing up one one of the weirdest fucking things was when this is gonna sound so fucking geeky and weird. But when the um when the Star Wars prequels came out, so each time those so from Phantom Menace, fucking attack of the clones and uh return no revenge of, the, sith. revenge of the sith um each time they came out they broke records right box office records and the thing that always stuck in my head was like this is the most successful independent movie of all time oh right and it's mad to think of that because you think of indies like especially in gaming terms you think of indies and you think of like oh yeah Like fucking a night in the woods or some shit like that. But actually, fucking cyberpunks are technically an indie game. But But I think when we
1: say indie, though, we kind of mean us, we we almost mean uh, uh, they don't have the means that a big production company. Yeah. uh, You're right. Technically, you're right. Indie and independent
0: are different, right? Um, Yeah. But yeah, so I've I've just looked up an article here and, uh, you know, pinch of salt because I don't think anyone actually knows the the number, but they theorize that uh, including like marketing or whatever, they're probably looking at 175 to $220 million, which is kind so, of. So, yeah,
2: that, that's like in the running for, well, it depends which source you look at, but it'd be in the top 10, probably most expensive games of all time. Yeah. Oh, know. I'm sure. Easy.
1: But there's another way to phrase that as well, which is um, uh, half a Star Citizen. <laughs> I
0: mean, Jesus, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. But anyway. Just yeah. to,
0: you know, uh, anyway, so so moving on, moving on from the the vehicles, they also talked about like aesthetic and fashion choices, and they kind of broke them down into kitsch, entropism, neo militarism, and neo kitsch. It's kind of being a bit cyclical. Um, yeah, i I thought I thought it was quite interesting, but I, at the same time, I kind of feel like they're just running out of things to talk about. <laughs> A, a little bit a little bit
2: I, I, but then this was also a game that at many various points of the year was was meant to be out twice already you know that, <laughs> yeah. so maybe they're treading water a little bit and maybe it is slightly overkill maybe now is the time to kind of ease off and let the game eventually do the talking but then again this just like the sort of the paths that you can choose at the start of the game yeah. This also spawn a conversation in our discord People are asking each other, how are you going to dress in this video game that's out in the month where when you think of that outside of the context of this being such a big game is is odd but kind of interesting that it's spawning those kinds of discussions. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I had that thought in my head, like which one would I choose? And I, I almost thought I almost thought I'd go neo-militarism, to be honest. And, and I the, thought uh, I thought Jamie would go entropism.
2: Is was entropism the suits?
0: No, entropism no. was the fucking everything's fucking decrepit. Uh, they, oh, yeah, yeah
1: they, they ran out, like, they basically had nothing, so yeah. they just make with whatever they can, yeah. and there's oh, one so ne- Neo
2: militarism dude... was the suits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, the sort of function over, I think they called it function over style, yeah. uh, stripped down, and then very, k- like, yeah, k- k- corporate business. Kitch is
2: kind of like punky neon kind of cool yeah, stuff, which is, and which in, is uh, style over substance. Right. And yeah. then Neo Kitsch was kind of like the fancy version of that, where it's like yeah. Rich, yeah. rich people doing over the top neon y shit.
1: Yeah. I think the way they
2: I like how they explain it
1: because yeah, the neo kitsch I think was um the, the celebrities used to be neo militarism, but then they kind of went back to kitsch and so that's how they ended up with neo kitsch. So I, I like the way they described that, although I will say I was I was struggling. Like I was looking at all four of those thinking, I don't like any of these. Like and they even had a shot of V in the in the neo-militarism, just, the yeah. suit. It, it, it did not look, well it, yeah, it look wrong. Yeah, how right. f-
2: how fucking dare you say that I would be imprisoned, Chris? I've had to Google this, but like,
0: <laughs> it's just because there was one shot <laughs> where this guy was wearing like this, like really stained, like wife beater, and, what? and like, because
2: <laughs> <laughs> every show Jamie does in a stained wife beater. <laughs> Although I will say that the the kind of the statement, the tagline, necessity over style does kind of appeal to me to a certain extent but i I mean i'm not not
0: being so outrageous in in what i'm saying come
2: on no i I, am looking at these dudes and it's like nah come on these guys look dirty
1: (laughs) but see i i I don't know if you guys feel the same but there's a i've kind of already in my head have already designed a route for my v through that world and in my head it's almost like the blade runnery type of thing and i um and i quite like that sort of grumpy anti protagonist um anti hero kind of character who pulls back from all of that sort of stuff um who doesn't follow any of the fashions who is the outsider who yeah. is okay I th- like that so I kind of don't strange, really man. think you need to but, go for any of this but these.
0: I've th- this is the big question right because it's obviously it's an RPG and what does an RPG mean you kill someone and there's a jacket there and the jacket has fucking plus 10% to strength or something and you're like oh, I want don't. that jacket you're like I want those stats there's a fluffy pink yeah. hooded jacket. Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. like, so, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. and you're like, and then does that mean that they have got to do uh, transmogs, which is something that Jonesy, you are yeah, you don't vehemently like against? So, how, how do you I reminds, don't know It reminds, reminds I don't me know. of
2: The Witcher 3, where Geralt looked cool for about seven hours, and then I spent the 30 hours after that running around with a picnic blanket over me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. this. But I think, Jamie, you made the
1: point, and I think you're bang on. The reason you can look at certain games uh, and you can say, oh, I can't wait for that game to come out. It's going to be great. And the reason I think with this, you're looking at it saying, I hope that game's good, is because RPGs are so um, like up in the air because you can have so many elements in an RPG, like the driving. We've talked about the cars. The game looks incredible. The cars look amazing. But you could get into one of those cars and they might they might drive like trash. Yeah. Um, right, because RPGs aren't t- uh, typically a game where you'd say, oh, I bet the driving's really good. Like shooting in in, um, in Fallout 3 was not good because right? Right. it's compared to Call of Duty or whatever. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. RPGs these days kind of have to be a catch-all. So I think Jamie's nailed it when he said, we can look at all the elements of this game. We can say, doesn't that look nice? Haven't they done a great job with that? Haven't they worked on well with that? But when you mix all those ingredients together, it might taste like a big old
2: bowl of poo. <laughs> and then yeah. we'll be like... <laughs> "Yeah." But the, the, and there, right. there have there have been previews already that have said. I mean, they and this might have been worked on and adjusted since the previews were written, and some oh, of these oh, are, oh, are almost certainly. There. Almost but there, but there were previews that came out and said, "Hey, like the driving, you know, looks stiff and, unsurprisingly, feels stiff." There, in the last round of previews, uh, that was like from a month or two ago, around the time the Night City Wire started, they were like yeah, the melee combat doesn't feel good. And it's like, yeah, the melee combat doesn't look good either. There are elements of this game that, removed from being able to have your hands on a controller or a keyboard and mouse and experience for yourself, are kind of like, there's a bit of, you know, launch CD Project Red jank going on here. And like right, Jonesy yeah. said, I looked at the... One of the things I didn't like the most about the first ever gameplay presentation back in 2018 was the shooting. And if the shooting's bad, it's like, that's a big issue for me right out the gate and i don't i'm, I'm not going to doubt seg- a segment of it yeah yeah i'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about all of these things but it is a game that for as much as we know there are so there are still some things you just need to experience yeah. for yourself
0: but i think i think yeah. as as jonesy mentioned with uh fallout 3 and you can fucking extend that to fallout 4 as well and and 76 i guess if you've ever played it um but but there's almost this thing i think about skyrim as well you talked you you discussed uh melee combat Mm. skyrim's melee combat was fucking trash right and and yeah the shooting and fallout is not the greatest but it's almost like so many systems at play that you almost you put your headspace in a different thing because you know you're not playing a cod so the gunplay is not going to be cod levels and i think there's there's an element to be said to like you know what it all it has to be is good it doesn't have to be amazing. It just needs to be good, so that you don't notice that it's "quote unquote" bad. And that's all you need in a game like this. And a good experience across all these different systems is going to make for a great game.
1: Right? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. so the, uh, was it? I always get the name wrong. What, is it? Wildlands or Outerlands? Which was the the RPG one? space-faring one? Outer the worlds. Fall- Outer Worlds, thank you. I always get the fucking
0: Wildlands.
1: Wild, well, not Wildlands. Outer Worlds. <laughs> that was a cool game. I enjoyed that. I liked the RPG stuff of it. I liked the Fallout feel of it. I, you know, I, it a is a cool game. And I think they did a lot of that game very well. There were still points whereby you were standing in front of somebody, just unloading a clip of your gun into them. And they were there shooting at you with a pistol, and you were going, da, 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 and they were going, bang, 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 ba-da-da-da-da-da-da. And it reminds me of when Jamie and Steph were playing Fallout 76 on stream, and I think Jamie just says, These guys are fucking idiots. And they're there just like <laughs> drilling a guy in the yeah. head with an entire clip of a machine gun while the other one is like swiping at him. That RPGs are like that. So yeah. anyone who thinks that Cyberpunk is going to feel like a slick shooter where you can snipe people from distance create, and there's, in, bullets are impactful. That is not what this game is going to be. There yeah. is going to be a point at which you come up against an enemy, you unload an entire clip in their face and they do this, <laughs> but they're still attacking you yeah. at the same time.
0: Oh, dude, and, it's, it's like when they showed off all those weapons, right? And uh, I, 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 for the life of me, I can't remember what the, the different classifications were, but there was, was one classification. That was like, oh yeah, these are smart weapons. You, you don't really need to aim. And I was like, oh, <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's how they're getting around, like not having like, great shooting.
2: <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not expecting Titanfall two levels of flourish and fluidity and and feel oh, yeah. when it comes to the, the some FPS might elements. some might
0: say that that's the one of the best. uh <laughs> ever made so. don't make
2: yourself look like an idiot come on man. There's, a, there's a lot of people watching you might have family watching for all I know really uncomfortable I think you'd be
0: surprised we'll,
2: <laughs> we'll see maybe you know maybe within a month we'll find out <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, but um, oh yeah so I'm not going in expecting any of that but like Chris was saying there that you said, you said "Where's the effect of enough of those elements become good that the the whole begins to feel great yeah and I think that's which, absolutely which is going a weird sentiment, case. right?
0: It's a weird sentiment, and because it's almost like a, saying one plus one equals five.
1: Great, well, that's what the RPG. It, that's the it, RPG it, element, right? That's how it works. RPGs are a you have to take it all together. Well, you well, can't just yes, separate an expression, out the The expression
2: right. is greater than the sum of its parts, right?
0: Exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. And I, I absolutely think that's going to be the case with this game, or at least I'm optimistic that it will be the case. But I don't, I, I don't know. I think there will still be a part of me that. You can't go into a game like Cyberpunk expecting it to be the be-all and end-all, and that every no. single component is as good as a game that spe- like is specifically about that component.
0: Yeah, but yeah, you, you know, funny enough, the last game that I thought people were hyping it up to be kind of like that, like a be-all and end-all kind of game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go on, What's is what? No Man's Sky. Oh. <laughs> Actually,
1: it was funny you should mention No Man's Sky, though, because No Man's Sky and CD Projekt Red, um, uh, that, I think, no matter the games that they released when they first came out with um, The Witcher 3 and um, No Man's Sky, like Hello Games, did a great job of making sure they stuck with that, developed that game, and actually turned it into something that's now regarded as a very, very good game. And the same with Witcher 3. Like, when that came out, there was jank. I had a game-breaking bug that meant I could not progress, and I had to stop playing that game and come back when they patched it. Um, Like, I think these are games that you should expect they're not going to be perfect, but as long as the developers stand behind them, totally, in, yeah. as in those two cases, I kind of think it doesn't matter because the the base is there. Yeah. The base for a fantastic game you, is
0: there. Uh, you, would you say that you, the base you, is buttery and biscuity?
1: I would hope so. Yeah,
2: You will not be saying that it quote-unquote doesn't matter if you get a game-breaking bug in Cyberpunk 2077 this year. Not not doesn't matter. Like, not doesn't matter Those, at all, are, your, but those are your words. No, I'd not, I not. didn't no, say it doesn't I, I, matter. I get what he's saying. Like, it. No, 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 Chris. I'm doing that really annoying thing where I take quotes oh, from. What, I take something Jonesy actually said, take it slightly out of context, and make him backtrack. Please enjoy.
0: Um, <laughs> okay, let me sit back and.
2: <laughs> you know, and those Jack, things, things matter insofar so
0: far literally, as
1: literally no, sitting joking. Just, but yeah, no, so I think we can all we can all just look at developers or, or re- publishers that just don't, and then you've spent sixty quid, and then the game is always trash, and you can kind of go and go why have they done that and then and then rightfully so they shouldn't be able to come out with another game and let, and we all just forget what they did last time hello games drop a game that comes out now we will all be so much more inclined to be like do you know what say what you want about no man's sky but they made a game and they stood by it and they developed it and yeah. we're still
0: talking about it years after the fact what yeah. was it like um how long has the game been out now when did it come out 2016 that sounds oh, about God. right. It sounds about right, yeah. All right, so it's a call of four years. So it's only taken them four years to actually uh, deliver on the promises of the... Uh, the no, nah, that's bullshit. They, de-
2: <laughs> they delivered on the promises a long time ago. They've, they've actually <laughs> gone a lot further, I would argue, <laughs> than I, they ever promised. I think the only caveat that I throw into this discussion is it depends how many times a company do it. And when you yeah. get into where right. some people see Bethesda, where they're repeat offenders of this idea of it doesn't matter how it launches, it matters how it ends up. That's when I start to take a bit of more of a firm stance and saying... <sighs> Like, nah, you're, you know, you're, prior to being bought by Microsoft, you were worth billions of dollars. Your games sell 20, 30 plus million copies. Fix your shit. Fix yeah, your I, shit. Yeah.
0: Dude, you know what? Which Be- Bethesda's such a funny one for me. Sorry to just interrupt you. Because no, no, you're- I, I've had this, w- when the Microsoft stuff broke, I, I had to laugh to myself, right? Because every I, I think majority of people were quite upbeat about the, the uh, acquisition, right? Yeah, that's fair to say, but but I I feel that like recently, people are very quick to talk about the jank of fucking um, of Bethesda games, and is in particular their RPGs. I'm not necessarily talking about like their shooters with their sub studios. Um, but then the the sale happens, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, yes, Starfield! Oh my god, yes, the (laughs) Elder Scroll Six. It's like you got like on the one hand, you are the first people to kind of. I'm not saying you guys in general. We, as gamers, are the first people to point out how buggy and how shit Bethesda games are. And yet, when those games get released on day one in the most buggiest fucking state, people will jump into them and have the fucking shit-eating grin on their face. <laughs> you, you know? And, Eating and up those bugs. Yeah, yeah. and they're going to be like, hey, oh, but it's a Bethesda game. Of course it's buggy. But hey, guess what? I'm playing fucking Elder Scrolls Six. But, like, you can... You can love something and expect more from it. Absolutely, but I, I just think it's—I think the the further away from a release, especially in terms of Bethesda, the further away from release, the the it, it, it's almost like the the sentiment almost flips on its head. I, just as an aside, okay. Well, with the, necessarily... with
2: the exception of the buggiest game of them all, Fallout New Vegas, which everyone loves more and more with time. <laughs> And we had that conversation in the Discord the other day and Jonesy and I were trying to argue why Fallout 3 was, if not better than more significant. And uh, I think in terms of volume of responses, we probably lost that argument, but we tried. (laughs) People love love New Vegas, fuck it, you know. (laughs) I want
1: to backtrack a little bit just in case people thought I wasn't saying, but I completely agree with you, Jamie. A game has to release in a very good state and you have to love it. And then, do you know what, if it's not, um, if it needs fixes if it needs that then you can kind of forgive it because it's already a good game like Witcher 3 I'd say was a very good game that I had issues with and it wasn't everyone had the same issues if this comes out and it's all it's shit and then they're like oh yeah. just we'll sort it out it's like no it has to come out and be epic I, I and think, if I have bugs yeah. then I might forgive them
0: I will give you a dose of reality here if you think I'm not saying you Jonesy but if anyone thinks that Cyberpunk is going to release in a non-buggy state considering everything that they're trying to do you're delusional Yeah However, <laughs> so However I probably will say That I could 100% uh, Imagine And I I'd, I'd, You know I'd I'd back myself up on this In saying that Cyberpunk will release In a much more stable state Than The Witcher, Witcher 3 released
2: I've got a feeling that a lot of this year has been put towards ensuring that. I think yeah. if I were to guess, there'd be a sentiment internally that they have such a harsh spotlight on them right now where <laughs> they can't afford the negative yeah. press that could come out oh, from a...
0: Dude, put it this way. You don't announce that you... Or have it leaked or whatever it is. You don't go into yeah. a month of crunch only to have your game go gold like a handful of right. days later. But... The thing
2: that Cyberpunk and CD Project Red have to contend with and every game at a certain popularity, Bethesda included, have to contend with is it doesn't matter what your QA budget is, there is no QA quite like tens of millions of people <laughs> yeah. playing a game yeah. at once at midnight. Yeah. And Cyberpunk will sell so well that they will have more bug, like bug uh, you know, more people reporting bugs they didn't know existed in the first 24 hours than they probably yeah. fixed in the entire month prior.
1: <laughs> well, I think div- div- The Division is, is my favourite example of reality versus oh, QA. Oh, God, yeah. It, it's because you you can't know that it's going to, like, that many people on one server are going to try and go to a laptop at one time, so much so that the game just doesn't work and no one can play yeah, the game. Yeah, and,
0: and, like, and they have to wait in the queue because they can't get through <laughs> that fucking door. I'll never forget that. That was like That was amazing. Re- ridiculous because i remember like division i was so fucking hyped for it and i was like i can't even get through this door and i've got to wait in the fucking queue now i literally have to virtually stand in a queue to get through Mate, a doorway to use a, a laptop to yeah, play yeah, this yeah. fucking game like what are you yeah. doing
2: that's, <laughs> sp- that's, that's probably website. that's
1: I think that's why they go so hard on the betas now, is because they need that test bed, that yeah. audience, in order yeah. to but t-
2: then find out. Goes full circle back to fuck Bethesda. Like <laughs> you've got, uh, you've got, um, see Project Red out here, who in the Night City wire that was literally yesterday, they were making yep. a joke about how Roach could like spawn on uh, rooms yeah. in oh, yeah, yeah. Witcher Three. Then you've got think about the when Todd Howard announced the beta for Fallout seventy six the beta which they claim stood for Breaker Early Test Application. And he's literally um, talking, he says like, uh, I I heard our games are pretty buggy, you know, evidently these things are hard and that's why we're doing a beta. And it's like, dude, you then six months later release the buggiest major release (laughs) you've maybe released in your company's history. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't, can't, yeah, you can't play both sides. I can't,
0: I can't defend any of Bethesda's decisions regarding Fallout 76, unfortunately. Yeah.
2: Not least funny you mentioned when the engine kicks up the same problems. When the, when you when you've experienced right. similar or reoccurring bugs between seventy six and Fallout four, and then maybe even as far back as Skyrim, you're like, again, fix your shit. You have the money. I know yeah. it's hard. I know that engine's old. I know it's probably scary to move away from it or rebuild it or build a new one.
0: Dude, but that, that engine is rip going nowhere. That engine's going nowhere, dude. Well, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Did you did you find that in the in the Night City wire? The one time there was almost like a. A little peek through the curtain was when was when the roach on top of the roof thing happened, <laughs> and they showed that. And then the dude was like, "He he kind of went, yeah, we have a lot of bugs to cro- <laughs> like, to, <get laughs> yeah. off, to squash." Yeah. And it was like there was a there was a slight like, "Oh, they're yeah. doing." There's a lot hey, of bugs that they're dude, trying to sort out of the way. Who,
0: who knew? Games are difficult to make, right? Like, yeah. who, who fucking knew? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, fellas, the the uh, Night City Wire capped off with a brand new trailer, which unfortunately was only like. 30 seconds long but it it definitely kind of set a tone especially in terms of the rpg ish style of the game Uh, and that was the the scene in the diner oh i didn't watch yeah i kind
1: of blinked and missed that i didn't really even get what that was was i I, I, I was i was
0: watching the the wire live and
2: they said they were ending so i just turned it off and then this thing popped up afterwards so i missed it
0: somehow
1: Well, they kind of went one more thing and then they showed it and I was like, where's the one more thing? And then some people said about the diner. I was like...
0: Yeah, it wasn't really a one more thing. It was. Yeah, it wasn't a one more thing. They shouldn't have called it that. Uh, But it was was very short, but it was very cool because it was very much like, oh, so you want to take over Night City? Well, you need augmented spines and and super grip hands. And then it showed off all the kind of like... It was cool. It was just like nothing we hadn't necessarily seen before, but it just kind of nicely wrapped up the RPG nature of this game and I quite liked it oh man yeah
1: it was no it was, <sighs> it, was it was cool the one thing I found surprising maybe I'm stupid and you guys would be like well, of course they're going to do it but then they were like they said oh and coming soon is the next Night City Wire and I was like the game's out in a month
0: yeah like, do well, you that's, need that's, another one that's what I said like just, just stop just stop with the Night City Wires like I appreciate it and I love it, and I look forward to it, but I just want the game now. Yeah, this, is, this,
2: this, is, this is the thing. There's going to be another Night City Wire, then the week after that, it's going to be the preview round, then the week after that's going to be the review round. It's yeah. going to be... We're going to be inundated with Cyberpunk between now and release.
1: And we are going to cover it weekly. <laughs> Fuck
0: it out. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, you know, beat that fucking dead horse till it's... Well, the, the,
2: the day we sit down to talk about Cyberpunk will be weird because it will also be the day that we'll be PS5-ing it for us here in the U of the K.
0: Well, for you guys, I still don't have a fucking unit. Well, you know. I, I've you resorted know. to buying packs of Doritos and just hoping I'll win a <laughs> <our> fucking competition. <laughs> this is ridiculous.
2: <laughs> you never know, man. You could get lucky. You could get well, they, lucky. Well,
0: they had they had more
2: pre-orders that went live um, a couple of days ago. No. Didn't they? No. no, no that day. was a few weeks ago. Get like yeah. uh, w- One of the major retailers in the UK had a second round, but that was weeks ago.
1: Yeah. I thought I saw something that I—I'm sh- sure it came up from uh, literally There's, a few days ago, where someone said one retailer had a few more pre-orders, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I was some, late sometimes later. it maybe happens with cancelled
0: yeah. orders, or um, as Sam mentioned on the podcast when he was there, like sometimes orders get uh, pulled because they're found to be scams or bots or whatever it is. So, right, right. So then they that, get a that, few more to release. Yeah. So then their stock goes out, and, and I guess. They just have a waiting system or an email system, whatever it is. But in terms of an official round of, of um, pre-orders, they've only had two so far. And it's meant to be an, a third one coming before the actual release. So who knows? It's just kind of mad. you just got to keep the faith,
2: homie. Where everyone, I'm, I'm, everyone's going to keep their eyes and ears peeled for you. Yeah. I, I, know, I know more people looking than I know that have got it weirdly enough
0: yeah no i know I, i'm not i'm not alone in any of it it's, it's just like it was really annoying right because i was in i was in greece when it was the playstation thing and on the day that uh pre-orders went live i was driving to the airport so i missed all of that <laughs> okay uh, then then fuck it what was it The the second round i missed because i was taking my son to the nursery or some shit and it's just like I'm just never gonna get. I'm just never gonna get this fucking console, am I? At, at <laughs> you this, will, of course, you, at, will. you will. No, I know I will, but it'll probably be like fucking December or some shit. Anyway, it is what it is. I got so many. The, the The truth of the matter is, cyber, like Jamie said, Cyberpunk's coming on at that time. What game am I going to be playing as soon as it fucking drops and playing for a long time? Cyberpunk. So ultimately, it's fine. Yeah, I just would have liked to have Miles Morales as a, a palate cleanser in between Cyberpunk play.
2: Oh, but dude. Anyway, Call of Duty, <laughs> Assassin's Creed, Cyberpunk, Spider Man—all all these games I want to play all come out in like one week of each other. Yeah, November's gonna
0: be painful. Yeah, it's painfully good. Let's put it that yeah. way. If, ever, if
2: anyone at home was wondering what a good month to uh, pledge to the patron would be, uh November's
0: looking <laughs> spicy, folks. So, uh, <laughs> well, no, actually, they've got to pledge now so that it uh, processes for November. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I, yeah. I, see, I was joking. You just,
2: uh, you just took it. You just e-begged Chris. E-begged. Yeah, hey, is, that, is that a thing?
0: What, Surely. What are you guys, like genuinely, what are your guys' thoughts on OnlyFans? Do you think you could get away with doing an OnlyFans Only that wasn't sexual? Like, what if I read people like bedtime mm. stories?
2: I don't think I they'd think, sign up to it. Yeah, I think you could do it, um, but I don't think it would be that popular. And in terms of like, like non-super yeah. hardcore OnlyFans, I think it basically, it's like a a positive correlation with like the more famous you
0: are to begin with outside of OnlyFans, <laughs> yeah, no, no, the no, easier no. it is to get away with, yeah. you know? Oh, boys, did I tell you, I got a, before we get back into the news, I got my first paycheck from Twitch. <laughs> hey. Really? Nice. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. A whole 78 pounds.
2: So, hey,
0: you, do boys. you know what?
2: That's 78 pounds more than you would have made if you hadn't started streaming. Thinking about it that totally. way.
0: Totally. Plus that's, uh, that's Miles Morrell uh, ultimate edition paid for. So there you go i
2: haven't looked at twitch for about three weeks i've been i've been busy
0: we' we're, we're, so, we're
2: so shit aren't we we are so we, shit. we are
0: we are legitimately the shittest
2: <laughs> we are so shit are you doing a stream anytime soon josie
1: yeah I, i'm gonna do one um i was hoping to do one done today but I actually don't know if i'm gonna be able to i might try and do it i the problem is i was i tr- the time I get to do them seems to be at the weekend and like Sunday, I think is like the worst time to do one because Sunday's not exactly the best time when people seem to be like, oh, I fancy watching a stream. But I can say Um, this to
0: you, Jonesy, is the time you do it is better than the time that it doesn't get done.
1: That is, that is incredibly true. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to have
0: to try and I mean, get better. I, I just, I just want to fucking play games with you guys, even well, if it's not on fucking Twitch. But obviously, we do it on Twitch. I just want to up- play games with you guys. I'm getting very frustrated. This week, I downloaded a game that was perfectly. <clears throat> it looks really fucking fun for all of us. It's like a 3D shooter version of Among Us. Uh, I, I updated Ooh. my, I updated my Warzone, which was like out of date by like two seasons or something. I've updated that. Uh, the intention has been there, but it's just never going to. Like, ah, to happen. Yeah. Anyway, we, we've um, got we've we got
2: we've got a hard deadline, which uh, the uh, was reminded to me by member of the super show family, Phoenix, that we need to, if nothing else, have an idea for a Halloween stream. We need uh, yes. to do something horror related. There's that phasm- phasmophobia <sighs> thing or whatever it is that's, that's viral. VR, as they could say, that's in VR. I'm pretty sure you can play it without. No, I don't know. You're I not telling just... me everyone who's streaming that game is in VR. No chance. No shot. I don't know.
0: But but I've got yeah, a great idea yeah, we could do. Yeah, yeah, but hold on, just one second, because she has the fu- the fucked up thing about this. Is... You're about to say you can't make it. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, sorry, no, boys, no, no. I'm going to be in Greece again. I'm going to take my sixth holiday of the year. yeah? <laughs> I fucking wish. No, th- th- what I was going to say is, we were all hoping that like shit was going to blow over we travel to someone's house oh. and we'll be in a room and fucking <laughs> yeah. record something and what's fucking happened London's going into fucking a tier 2 fucking lockdown and I'm ne- I'm never going to see you boys again except for like who doesn't live
2: in London did you so or virtually as does that mean does that mean that if we go to Jonesy's house we're not breaking the rules are you allowed to leave a tier 2 to go to a tier I 3 don't, i don't know <laughs> you
0: actually are yeah you are oh, hold you on are. Oh, but yeah. does, does Tier 2 mean that you're not allowed to leave your... No,
1: Tier 3 boundary. is means you're not allowed to leave your area.
0: All ah, right okay. So yeah, you, we, could, could... you boys
1: could come to my house and you could come inside the house. I could oh, come I'll, inside your house. Tier, I'll, two. I'll, I'll tier 2, you're not allowed inside Gen Z, the house. I'll
0: come inside your house.
1: You're not coming anymore.
0: Uh, ask me how yeah. I'm spelling coming. I don't want to know. <laughs> no, but well, maybe that's the solution then. Um, because really, I, I would much prefer not doing it digitally with you fellas i was I just gonna say
1: i had a good idea for it but i would rather do it in person but i did quite a good idea which was we do this setup we've got right now so I Jay- i don't know for how it's laid out for you boys but jamie is in the middle of the three of yeah. us chris and yeah. i are on the outside jamie's playing a scary game Chris, you and I have completely blacked out cameras, so you can't see anything, right? We have it's dark, we have black curtains, okay. and Jamie's wearing the headphones, and then we choose opportune points to jump out and make him jump and like yell you know into what?
2: the microphone. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm trick or treating that night, actually. Just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm busy. So we add another element
1: of fear to the game. Well, because here's the
0: thing, right? On my desktop, and I've had it since the fucking game came out, and I haven't touched it because I wanted to play it with you guys, is fucking Resident Evil 3 uh, remake. Yeah, It's just fucking sitting on my desktop because...
2: Oh, that's funny, because I remember when I wanted that game and you took the code and I had to buy it for myself so I could play it and complete it. Funny that you two have a a great track record of completing the games that you take the codes for. Wow. Also weird weird that whenever I managed to get us a couple of codes from one of my friends in high places, I always managed to get us three. I... So, some some wow. things are so strange around these parts. Though. Wow, wow! <laughs>
0: you're you're honestly going there? Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you're thinking of a comeback? What you got? No, I, I've got plenty of comebacks, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stoop to that level. Wow. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jamie it. I'm not gonna pull a McCulloch. All right. Hey, don't put Ooh. my
2: government name on blast. That's how that's uncalled for. <laughs> that's uncalled for. Them. You're lucky oh. no one can spell it.
0: <laughs> all you have got to do is spell out McCulloch. All right, listen, fellas. We uh, we had talked about the PS Five. It would have been a perfect segue, but then we digressed. But uh, yes, we will try and figure out something to do on Halloween, whether it's a digital thing or uh, IRL. Well, IRL hopefully games. IRL.
2: We'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. I, how I just
0: wanted to go for fucking hot wings with you guys, but now that fucking dream's been dashed as well. Fucking hell. We can still
2: we can still months. do it if there's a wings place near Jonesy.
1: Uh, there's that, not really that, like, we,
2: that we can leave by ten PM.
1: <laughs> is there a wings actually do you know what we might be able to find a wings place near me we could
0: do that yeah but hold on you say leave by 10 p.m we're not jonesy if we come in over we're sleeping buddy you can stay here but we'll have to leave the place the wings place by 10 yeah all right anyway uh going back to the playstation 5 because hey guess what the playstation 5 user interface has been revealed to uh much interest I don't know how else to fucking put oh, it. Who would have well, thought that a, a, a fucking video detailing the PS5 user interface would be like such a big deal, but there you go. I guess people we'd would be hankering. Hankering.
2: I really wanted to see what it looked like. <laughs> Me too. Yeah,
0: I guess so. But then it's always kind of like, oh yeah, that's that's a user interface.
2: Yeah, yeah. to some degree,
1: but at the same time, it's almost <laughs> like, I really want to see the user interface.
0: <laughs> you want to know how yeah. different it is to last
2: year and what you're going to be staring at for the next seven years of your life. Exactly. I guess that's a
0: fair point because the PS4 user interface was not terribly good. I like, I like,
1: I liked it. I'm going to put it out there. I thought it was quite good. I didn't mind it. I think they
0: it. had some good ideas, but just it just did not kind of come together in a user friendly way from my opinion. Anyway, uh, but looking at the PS5 user interface, it is fucking slick and the user interface itself will render, believe it or not, in 4K HDR for whatever goddamn God reason. But there you go. Uh, but yeah, so we got we got uh, shown what the uh, home user interface looks like. But weirdly enough, the video started off showing us a, a game in a in a pause paused state. It was Little Big Planet right? Uh, uh, yeah, sack, the, the sack, bo- sack, sack boy sack, boy,
2: sack boy, uh, big one, adventure yeah. or something like that.
0: Yeah. that's the one. Yeah, Sackboy's yeah. cock or whatever it was called. Anyway, ouch. Uh, and and what was interesting and it is. These little cards that come up, maybe they had a different term for it, but I just remember it as cards. They um, called them
1: cards as well. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right, it, right.
0: It showed up as saying like, "Oh, you're doing this mission." So let's say the mission is called like um, Jamie's Ding Dong, and then it was like, "Oh, okay, Jamie's Ding Dong. You are sixty nine percent into Jamie's Ding Dong, and it'll take you uh, thirty two minutes to complete this quest by by a time estimation, right?" And yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was like quite interesting and and. Very useful and helpful, right? And then they showed off uh, guides. So if you're stuck in Jamie's Ding Dong and you want to know how to navigate Jamie's Ding Dong to get the, um, you know, the the magic magical white liquid uh, to save the princess, um, it if you don't know what to do, you can just load up a guide and it'll kind of tell you how to do it. Much like, I guess, how Nintendo have been doing it with their recent first party games, but. I thought that was a, so,
1: so I thought that was a really cool feature having been someone who's literally done that like where you pull your phone out and you go like, so, for example, I remember doing it with The Witcher where I was like, where is this goddamn armor? Because I know it's nearby, but I don't know exactly where it is. And the fact that there could be a card that was like, hey, you're here and the bear armor is in a crate in this thing over yeah. there. And you could watch it picture in picture on your screen as the person does it. I, I thought that was a really nice touch. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, um, look, I mean, I, I
0: thought it was pretty cool initially, right? And and certainly... The way <laughs> initially. <laughs> No, but certainly the way they implemented is really cool as well. With like bringing up the cards side by side, and you can still play the game and this that, the other, like really fucking clever. And and I, I like all of that functionality. But when I was finished watching that user interface video, I was just kind of like struck with a, I don't know. I just got a, kind of a bit sad and just thinking like, is this, is this just all too easy? Like, do I really need to know how much longer it's going to take me to complete a certain task? Like, it's useful for sure. Don't get me wrong. And. Probably for someone like me who does a whole lot of squirrel gaming, it's very useful to know, yeah. okay, this will take me 10 minutes because you're always kind of looking for a time where like, okay, when can I just like stop now and go to bed or whatever it is? Uh, but this way it would be more, like... More oh. likely the wife is going, how long are you going to be? And you're like, <laughs> I'm going to literally... Hold on. I'm going to be
1: 15 minutes and 33 seconds. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So that that stuff is very, very useful. Um, and I'm sure I'm just nitpicking here. Don't get me wrong, fellas. I, I know I'm... Just giving my hot take, as it were, and my trash opinion. But it just kind of feels like it's it's almost... It, it's sucking the fun and the mystery, potentially, out of some of these things.
2: It's like... It, it, that's only if you interact with them, no? no. no
0: well, that's this like, is why... That's I, like saying, oh, Wikipedia spoiled the whole movie
2: for me. It's spoiling the fun. <laughs> like,
0: don't read <laughs> it. Stop reading it. No, I know, I know, I know. That, this is why I'm saying I'm nitpicking. But it's almost like, even with the guides, okay internet's a fucking thing youtube's a fucking thing but it's just something about like oh putting I'm it st- there right next yeah to it's the like thing. oh i'm stuck well i can either think on it or i could just press that fucking playstation button and bring up a- and then all of a sudden the guide says like hey are you looking for this armor this is how you get there i don't know it, it, it's like it's like you said jamie it depends on how you interact with it and yeah we had a discussion on our on our socials where we were talking about it and you brought up the very good point of saying there's a lot of functionality in the ps4's user interface that we never interact with so i know hands up i know i'm nitpicking it just seems just kind of almost it's a logical progression but it also just kind of like makes me a bit like ah it's a bit weird
1: i i'm gonna agree with you a little bit chris and i definitely felt that the um, although this is a bit weird because they didn't jump into the, the UI from a power down mode, they jumped in, like you say, from a game mode. Yeah. So you don't. So this is something you might not even have to interact with that much. But the way that they outlay, they had the cards and the way that it sort of takes all those suggested actions, um, like I guess it almost is suggested bits of how to find this, how to find that. The fact that it almost throws it up there for you. Like if my phone always was connected to my PlayStation and it kept telling me, hey, do you want to tip about this bit? Hey, do you want to see this? Hey, do you want to see that? Hey, I'd kind of be like, stop showing it to me. If I want it, I'll look for it.
0: So I get what you mean. Let's let's take Jamie's... Jamie's a uh, movie thing and, and Wikipedia, right? Like, imagine going to the cinema and watching a movie, but there's a guy next to you, and he's just got a screen just off to the side that's uh, got a picture of the ending. And it's like, oh, you can play the ending right now if you want.
2: I don't know what you two are doing right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, well, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> no, it looks looks nice. It looks, not the, it looks nice, and yourself. I like some of the I like some of the concepts, but I'm with Chris, and that some of those. Some of the the modern way of doing things of going, here's everything you could possibly want around this. I'm like, yeah, but you're effectively just cluttering. Like if your phone had every app you could need on it, You'd be like, I don't, but I don't need all these apps. I just want the stuff I yeah, want. Yeah, but you know Stop what? i showing do with the apps.
2: I, don't, I just don't use them. Like, what are we for talking <laughs> You've about? We're literally swipe having an argument over. You two are arguing for your well, inability to on. ignore things you don't want to interact with, which makes you <laughs> two look like.
0: I, I, sorry, sir. The only person who's arguing here is you because Jonesy and I are we're agreeing, kind and all we're doing. Is uh, giving it an opinion. You were both, both. You Basically, are
2: both reaching very hard no, for reasons to the reasons we, are to, to we not are, like this thing. No, I like doing, it. I like yeah, the UI.
1: I think I, the UI I said is I good. I like it as well. I like. I even like the idea of cards. But I so suppose the only what I'm one saying arguing is, here is you, Jamie. I think I hope that they don't become um, <laughs> something I kind of almost almost just get a little bit frustrated can I tell you one thing I don't like and I'm going to put this out there about the UI and see if you boys how you boys feel about this the fact that they've removed the separate element of um, the PlayStation Store and that it's integrated into the rest of the UIs from what I understand what I don't want to see um, like if I search for a game I want to know games I've got and if I'm like oh I don't have that game I'm you know I thought I did but I don't in my library. I don't want them yeah. to tell me that I can buy it with a button right there to buy it.
2: What, 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 I want how, those how do you, how do you to, mean? Is it, it, I didn't pick up that it was integrated. They said that...
1: No, it's, in, it's set... So you know how the moment you go to the PlayStation Store and you have to go specifically into the store to search, they said that that's gone and that it seems like it's a live feature that... Um, there's still a PlayStation
2: Store a, icon on the on the dashboard, though.
1: Well, they the way they said it made it sound like it's not quite I oh, yeah, need to listen back to it, it. I
2: was just... I'm, I just remembered yeah. that... The PlayStation is I think, still an icon on the yeah. XMB that you click on. Well, yeah, the way think, he made it, 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 it sound I was
1: think that it was both,
0: but it's like yeah,
1: right. Yeah. That, yeah, that is how the integration functions. What I don't want to see is stuff that I don't have being shown to me. Like you can buy this. I don't want to know what I can buy all the time.
0: Yeah, like imagine you've got like Miles Morales as your card because you own it. Yeah, uh, God of War Two as your card because you own it. And then, yep. like, whatever the cod of that year but is, it's
2: there. Are you two getting cards confused with like, actual icons? No, like, no, why I'm talking would, about- Why would you see a card for a game you owned? Cards are things like screenshots and tips and trophies and news items. So it's not cards. It's more when you're navigating
1: the UI. They were talking about when you're looking at, so you're... Um, I guess if you nowadays on the PS4, if you go to the library and you look at the games you own and it shows yes. you this is all your downloaded games, this is the games you own, this is the DLC you've downloaded, yes. blah, 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 blah. Yes. What I don't want is an integrated UI whereby everything I own is kind of mixed up with everything I can own and where, I wasn't where, quite where und- have
2: you where have you got that implication I'll show you I'll show you you have to give me the time li- code I've got the yeah, video up no, now we'll- and I'm literally looking okay, <laughs> it looks different oh, I can but I'm looking at a cross media bar and it's like the PlayStation store it's got the two games he owns in this demo Destructional Stars yeah. and Sackboy it's got Uncharted Lost Legacy at the end because I guess that's installed in this as well it's got the library logo which you'll be able to see everything you've got installed it's got the PS Now logo it's got the like the create button logo there's no store integration on this. On the. Dashboard, well, no, no, he I'm he at. said it, which is
1: why I'm saying I don't know what that meant in the way
2: that he said it. He basically said the way
1: that the integration works is it's not separate, and I was like, well, what does that mean
2: in functionality? Mm. You okay? Off oh, 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 air, you. We'll have to check the, it afters. we'll have to. Yeah, check you have it to show me yeah. what you mean because. But I find, the, to, I'll find look, the time. all I'm going to say is that, like, I know it's easy to. Take shots at the potential, fun- like the functionality of certain cards, and the degree to which game developers are going to actually tailor cards so that they're of any use. Like, is is any non first party developer actually going to be like, you know, time estimates per level and yeah, and probably things like
0: that? I think I think this all will be tied to first party. Anyway, yeah, yeah.
2: But I, but I think it's like cards are just a thing that are there when you are in the equivalent of whatever this quick menu is. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. think about what a card can be, whether it's launching directly into one level, whether it's a screenshot you or a friend recently took, whether it's a trophy or like the first thing, the first panel of the cards is like news stories related to the game you're playing. If they want to surface that information in a way that takes up one third of the screen, whenever I push a button to open up my menu, I don't care. Like I still have all my I still have all my stuff at the bottom. I think what they, the changes they've made to the party stuff seems like really sleek. I think doing picture in picture screen sharing is something yeah, I might actually use. Cool. Like if I'm yeah. sitting if yeah, I'm cool. swapping Warzone and I could watch Chris play Warzone in like a picture in picture while I'm playing FIFA, I I could theoretically use that.
0: Or even if like you're 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 dead in a, yeah, in a round even if or something dead. and it's like all right, I'll, just, I'll just watch Chris's perspective now on his actual thing rather than through a spectator mode or whatever it was. Yeah, I think
2: game swapping seemed fast. I think swapping into a game specifically going into a specific mode or or match is a smart choice. And I think the whole thing just looks sleek and quick in in a way that I liked. It looks super slick,
0: dude. It looks so fucking fluid.
2: I I think the worst that comes of some of the stuff that we are saying about cards earlier, like you said, Chris, the worst that comes from it is that they end up being slightly redundant. And as far as like UX goes, I don't necessarily... The PS4 often reminds me how little I end up caring about redundant features because I don't look at that big social media feed on every (laughs) every single person's (laughs) PlayStation 4 home screen. I don't like it whenever Jonesy plays a game for the first time. I don't use Media Factory to trim my clips and upload (laughs) them to social media. Like I don't engage (laughs) with that stuff, but I don't care that it's there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I guess it's the one thing that I said to Jonesy is that if, uh, before we started eroding, was that if that functionality wasn't there and and you wanted to use it, you'd be hard done by. But the fact that it's there and you don't use it, that's the better way of going about it. Like you've got the option, it's there. So like like I said, boys, I'm nitpicking on it because I just feel that we need... We need a, a rounded conversation on it instead of like,
1: PS5. But I think n- nitpicking with UIs, I think nitpicking is important. Like the only thing the UI does is give a way that you integrate, or sorry, you interact with the system. So we can say, hey, it's there. Why would you gripe about it being there? Yeah. But if you have to go through three levels of menus to get to stuff you don't you need, like, I'm not, no done, you do. I'm, I'm not saying that's what they've yeah. done, do. I'm not saying that's what they've done. That's why I preempted it by saying I'm not saying that's what they've done. Boys, can, I tell, you,
0: what, can I tell you what I miss? I miss the fucking simplicity like, of the fucking Mega Drive. You put a card
2: in. But then what's the relevance of the point you're making? That's like me saying, so, so you're saying, saying 2077 will be really bad if it's half an hour long. And you're, just, and you're just like, well, it's not. And I'm saying, well, I'm just saying if, I'm just saying if. Like <laughs> so what's the point is- in that if?
1: So they've released the first look of the UI and the first thing they've led with is is this, um, is the obviously the card thing and the in-game and the activities and you can do this, you can do that, you can jump in. Yeah. And I suppose my only, because it, it looks slick, like it looks cool, the main menu stuff, looks good my only f- sort of thing that I felt when it apart from saying hey I really like the look of the UI was to say they do seem to have put a little bit of a focus and an emphasis on stuff that I don't think I will engage with that much so if I have to navigate the stuff that I don't generally use that much in order to get to the stuff they, I do they, okay. use then then I will say th- as a
2: UI I think they've kind of the thing missed the thing bit. that frustrates me is that I think that your entire point is founded on the addition of a new functionality called cards that you can completely bypass if you want to. I think if cards weren't in that demo you wouldn't have said that point and that and that frustrates me.
1: Yeah, I like the <laughs> UI so I'm reaching for stuff that was the the things that it, stood out like That's like you can changing, only say hey the UI looks like, really good like that's, that's, like, like that's you, the that, end
2: of conversation that's like you you're, you're complaining about your commute and changing it to a different <sighs> to t- taking a different route on your commute because they put a new billboard up. <laughs> and someone just no, goes, no, 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 well, no! you just not, not looking at that not. billboard. And he's like, nah.
1: No, it That's, isn't. It's like the, you saying to the me, the billboard
2: is a, is a distraction. It takes away from the fluidity of my commute. I have to. take No,
1: it's not. Train, it's man. like you. It's like me saying, I love my commute. My commute's great. Although every morning when I get on the train, there's these four dickheads who stand right in front of the door, and they're not even getting on that train, but they're blocking the door, so I have to push through no, them to get on the you train. Don't. And every other you part, don't. every other part of my day and my commute is fine, except for these four dickheads. And I you say, I might get on another train, and you going, no, Jonesy, why don't you just maybe go on. Like you think just go and time, get on another you door, that, you're just going you, like, all bent out of Jonesy, shape, just push
2: past them. If you think like that every time one you press the PlayStation button to start a party or to check the trophies one thing. you have to quote unquote push past these cards, you're a fucking cretin or you didn't We watch don't the video. know. <laughs> we haven't played with it. You the UI watched yet. the video. You oh watched my God. the video. I like
1: anything you criticize about something Jamie likes. He cannot take any of the <laughs> oh, these aren't valid criticisms. It's, it's like these you're calling him criticisms. out as an
2: individual. These aren't like, valid criticisms.
1: <laughs> it's one uh, little
2: thing. These aren't and, valid like, criticisms. Say, For you to try and suggest it's like people blocking your getting out of a tube is is infantile. getting on the train. <laughs> it's mate. Get it right. Get it right. It's, it's, infant, it's stopping infantile. Me getting on the train. It's infantile.
1: No, it isn't. These That's cheap, all these a UI does. These are, these are cheap tactics. So do you know what we talked? We talked about with Marvel. We talked about the fact that the way that they'd had their um, uh, the main ship in that game, the way they'd staggered people, and the way that you have to go to different people to get to to receive a, uh, a prize or a gift, whether you had to walk you past are, other no, elements of the ship. I can't believe
2: I'm hearing this. You pushed the PlayStation the reason they, button. The
1: reason they did that was obviously to make you walk through an environment where you can spend in-game currency or real currency. The play. I'm not suggesting PlayStation are doing that, but you. There are elements of UIs where they're trying to make you do things that you don't... That they think you might like. They're like, this is a cool system you can interact with. Fair. But the problem is, if you don't interact with that system, and it feels like, why do I have to go through this to get to that? But
2: this is the thing. You keep putting emphasis on getting through. You don't have to get through cards. They're just there. I didn't say you have to get through the you cards. You the, the words get At the moment, through. if I'm playing
1: a game and I hold down my PlayStation button, I go to the main menu. When I boot up the PlayStation, I go to the main menu. They've now said, here's a different menu. No, they haven't. You
2: with. didn't watch the fucking video. Yes, or I did. you didn't
1: understand it. You, they said you push a PlayStation button and up pops the cards. If you're playing a game, yes. yes yeah. doesn't mean we, the, at the moment Mb's not there. When I push the button and I'm playing a game, I go to the main menu. I go to the, the main PlayStation UI. They've You're added in a layer of, of UI where they've said, now you can't do that, uh, uh, I, it seems like. You have to go to the cards. So they've added in a layer there. What have they to, mum- they've done have it for a press, reason. You
2: have to press down on the D-pad. They've done it for a reason. Yeah, What a sad little life, Jonesy. <laughs> they've literally made a UI slightly the
1: more D-pad. complicated.
2: You already said that the only
1: stuff you don't use on the PlayStation 4 is the only thing they put you through into at the moment, which is the icon where you don't like all of the stuff, and then you've never used it. So now they've made, they've taken the thing you said you don't yeah, use and don't like, the, the and other, they've made the it other, the main here's the, focus here's the other thing about of the, the PS4, menu. When you come out the main you. menu
2: that I use the most on the PS4, the sub-menu, didn't exist when the PS4 comes out. Right. like These UXs change
0: yeah they've yeah. changed all right fellas look i don't know it was the funny go thing into is this if, fucking they tweet, if they tweak if they tweak the th- so oh, 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 if they tweak oh, the oh, jamie's so mad jamie's mad about oh, any oh, criticism, oh, oh. Any I'm, criticism yeah, one thing on.
2: i'm gonna say one any thing. slight I'm gonna, criticism right, on. one say your one thing if they tweak the functionality so that if you're in game and push the playstation button your cursor or whatever you want to call it your icon defaults to being on those bottom row of symbols like the home symbol as opposed to being on the first card would that fix your issue I don't even know if I've got an issue
1: yet because I haven't used it. I'm literally reacting to the only thing we've seen, which is a what is it? A ten-minute little demo of the UI. Like I've got no idea about the UI. The UI might be horrendous, and everything they've shown is great. Like I've got no idea. It might be amazing. It okay. Might be the slickest
0: UI I've ever touched. But right. I've got no idea, fellas. So. When I, when I, oh, can up, I give you a time I,
1: code for, can I give you a time code for the, the thing about the integrated store thing? Just so that people, if they want to check it out, because this was said, I don't know what this means. Because literally, I just, I'll tell you what he says and I'll tell you what I don't, like I said, okay, I don't know what this This is means.
0: literally the last fucking point on this because otherwise, right. I'm absolutely going to pull the plug out of my internet.
1: And, and you guys can maybe, you can tell me what you think it means because I might, it might not mean what I think it means, but you're okay. on
2: Wi Fi. <sighs> God.
1: He says, the store is completely integrated into the system, it's not a standalone app browsing oh then he talks about browsing in the app so i by saying it's completely integrated into this so my point my question was was when he says it's completely integrated into the system do you think that means that you and you don't have to go to the app if, that's the only thing that kind of if, made me think what does that mean if there's any listen. if there's any no, no, hold no, on hold on no, chris Jamie i know please. what
2: you're trying to do I've, I'm, I'm, i i i want to say what i want to say yeah, I want to hear what Jamie thinks. Because I'm about to agree with Jonesy. If there is any kind of hint, like beyond this video that they've put out, that they could abuse that quote unquote integration and, for example, take it to a degree where cards can be used as essentially advertisements, then that is bullshit. And I can. I don't necessarily think cards. I don't think...
1: I thought it was more in r- relation to... Let's say you were, like, browsing your library and they were like, hey, why don't you buy this? Because you liked Uncharted. You why don't you, you buy you that?
2: I don't... I ho- really hope... But then they have done that before. Like, they put PS Now as, like, a thing in people's lineups, even if you didn't want it. It was literally that one line. That's the only line they said. And I was like, what does that mean? It's, it's not... just standard like when Apple app, gave us the integrated. fucking U2 album. Oh.
0: All right, fellas, let's, let's <laughs> it's move like on here. the yeah, U2 album. Because <laughs> like I was saying, all right, I... I don't, did not think it was going to devolve into this i just wanted to say that it just seemed a little bit redundant to add in the guides and and i lament for old school gaming but anyway there we go hope, Back in hope my you all day you that just rant had to put the a, cartridge and in and
2: everything everything worked you didn't have to do any patches or updates <laughs> all right
0: um on on more playstation news please god let it be quick uh playstation 4 backwards compatibility <laughs> was detailed we're not talking about controllers Okay, we're not. We're just, <gasps> we're just not doing it. But uh, the overwhelming majority of the 4,000 plus games of PlayStation 4, I can't believe that 4,000 plus games, that's ridiculous, um, are backwards compatible and playable, uh, with only select games not being able to run. But other games will benefit from something called a game boost. So, as an example, Ghost of Tsushima runs at 60 FPS. And uh, I think. Um, xbox are doing something similar where they call they call it frame doubling so it's like oh Fallout 4 runs on 60 fps and i'm just looking at that headline and thinking to myself well i should fucking hope so <laughs> if you can't run Fallout 4 at 60 fps what are these fucking consoles but anyway here are the game you, you guys ready for the games that are not going to be backwards compatible all right oh, i want yeah. you to prepare yourself is this all of them no because there's some jonesy listen don't play games here all right there's some this is every game it's not backwards compatible this every game this that's not, not backwards compatible, and there are some fucking heavy hitters here, boys. I, I just don't understand what PlayStation are doing because <sighs> I, I'm I'm tempted to not buy a PlayStation 5. This could make be this because yeah, you know release. the games that I will not be able to play on PlayStation 5, guys. I was
1: only buying the PlayStation 5 for the backwards compatibility Listen, with the I'm PlayStation. I'm talking about 4. games
0: like Afro Samurai 2. A, a game called DWVR, whatever the fuck that means. TT Isle of Man, Ride on the Edge 2. A game called Just Deal With It. Shadow Complex Remastered. Robinson, The Journey. Bet you didn't even know that that actually came out. We (laughs) Sing. Uh, Hitman Go Definitive Edition, in case you haven't played it on your phone. Shadwen and Joe's Diner. Those are the games. Those... Shoot. Yeah. I can't believe they've they've done this. You know what? Yeah, I can't believe they've done it either. You know what? I'm glad I don't have a PlayStation Five pre-order because this is bullshit. The level of bullshittery on this point, I just I will never forgive Sony. Never. I uh, I think it's, it's incredible yeah. that
1: they've they've supported so many games and that's the only ones they're not supporting. I think it's great. Well done, Sony.
2: <laughs> I, I think I, I'm gonna uh, say I agree with that, but then again, almost think that anything but this outcome would have been a disaster. If there were a high-profile yeah. game on that list, then that would have been very bad.
0: bad. I, I
2: you don't get uh, much more high profile than Robinson's The Journey <laughs> Jamie, so I don't know what you're talking
0: about. Very true well, actually. I, I, yeah. But guys, I, I do wonder like what the reason is that they couldn't do these handful of ones. Uh,
1: I reckon it's probably the developers have done something to not support them or something. I reckon, I don't even probably think it's Sony's fault. I'm gonna say yeah, that.
0: yeah, probably not.
2: I mean, it's a the case they of they probably Afro didn't make too, very well. That was a game that was so bad they stopped selling it and refunded everyone who bought it, right? Like, <laughs> that was a game that was straight up abandoned. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, maybe, maybe um, it's a yeah. case of like the the for some of them at least that the the companies or the devs just don't have the rights to them anymore, and no one can track it down. And
1: yeah, I'm gonna put way. it out there that what happened was so they loaded the, the game into a, like a PC, booted up the code, looked to the code and went, yeah, this will be fine. And they went through thousands of games doing that. And then they got to these games, they boot them up and they went, what the fuck have they done? And or it was did just- they just
0: get to the end of the part and they're like, you know what, fellas, I'm done. I'm not even going to do these last <laughs> eight or whatever it was. Like, I'm done. I'm not going to, I could do them, but you know out. what? It's, it's it's 6 p.m. I want to go home. Fuck it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Maybe. So uh, one thing I do think is interesting in all of this is like, obviously Cyberpunk 2077 is an example of a PS4 game that will not immediately get an update or whatever to be PS5 ready. So essentially when you're playing Cyberpunk 2077 on release day, if you like myself and Jonesy are getting a PS5 on day one, you'll be playing it through backwards compatibility. I think it's uh, really interesting actually that if you go to playstation support article about the backwards compatibility oh God, yeah, they God. say and i quote for the best experience use a dual shot 4 wireless controller when playing ps4 games and psvr <laughs> games on a ps5 console so i'm really looking forward to when jonesy day one plays cyberpunk 2077 on his playstation 5 with as recommended for best experience a dual 4 controller because of course you can of course use a dual 4 controller on a playstation 5 Thank you for coming I, to my TED Talk. Anyway, um, Chris, what's, I the, will next, be doing what's that. the next what story? What I'm looking
1: forward to is Jamie not being able story? to play it because he what's hasn't the, got a PlayStation 5 the, controller the, the and he, he can't, can't even start the system up what's the, what's and he can't navigate story? his cards <laughs> Chris, uh, with, his, next, with his Chris, little PlayStation 4 controller. The next story
0: is that Alex Jones needs to prepare his wallet because he's going to have to buy Jamie Mukuluk a a DualSense controller.
1: Absolute bullshit. I've got a quick update before we get on the last story of the day. This is
0: going to be the last story, Jonesy, because... No, uh, I'll do this
1: I'll do this so quick that it'll be it'll be no, done mate, and dusty. No, them.
0: mate, we're gonna talk about this at length and uh you know oh have a twenty five minutes.
1: We're gonna talk about this at length. This one. No, we're not. We're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna literally say it in one line and then we're gonna be done with it. All I'm uh, gonna tell
0: you is that Oh let not, me just say it <laughs> We're not gonna have a hold on, hold on. You wanna say We need about
2: fifteen minutes of known murderers then to get to the to get to the You wanna say that point. one, yeah? right basically last
1: week we had a story where we were talking about a few people saying the Xbox uh, was running hot um, and that was sort of pushed around the internet a lot of people saying is it going to overheat it's a smaller form factor than the PlayStation 5 issues with overheating blah 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 um, but there was a, uh, a little update to this story because um, some uh, some dudes I can't remember where they were from now I, I've completely forgotten eventually um, put some heat
0: VentureBeat, Venture yeah.
1: thank you. They put or, or, as, some, um, or as
0: Jonesy tells us, VentureBeat.com.
1: VentureBeat.com. They put, I don't know if they're anything <laughs> but a site. so, But they put some heat sensors into an Xbox Series X um, and they ran a few uh, heat tests and basically came up with some numbers that suggest that the Xbox Series X actually runs colder than the Xbox One uh, and the PlayStation 4 Pro. I'm sorry, the Xbox One X and the PlayStation 4 Pro. So all those issues or what we thought might be issues with overheating seem to be the bullshit. I said it
0: it, uh, last week and I'll say it again. If you think this is an issue, you're a fucking dill hole. All right. I said, like, uh, touch any piece of fucking technology you have and it gets hot. Do you know why? Because it's got processes. We, have, got, to, we got, have to run with the, what people say, though. We it, couldn't It's got, not it's got said CPUs and it's got GPUs it. and shit's going to get hot. Oh, wow, the Xbox Series X runs cooler than the Xbox One X. Dude, because the, the fan on the fucking Xbox Series X is the size of an Xbox One X. No fucking, no shit is going to run cooler. Like, I don't know. It's one of these ones. I just find it funny. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I didn't. <laughs> you didn't find it funny? No, I didn't laugh. No, you, you took you took it seriously, yeah? That
2: uh I think people you know. can tell by this stage that I take all console related <laughs> antics extremely seriously. And I'll fight antics. any I'll fight anyone that tries to disagree with me, Jonesy. Oh I God. agree. Yeah.
0: Oh thank thank God for that. They agree. All right, last story, so we can get out of here before the two hour mark. Sega sixtieth anniversary. <sighs> Who fucking knew they were going for that fucking long? Uh, they have a bit of a celebration going on with a Steam sale, with uh, numerous titles up to ninety-five percent off. So if you ever wanted to play Sonic CD for the equivalent of uh, one cent, maybe <laughs> go go ahead and play it. Yeah, um, exactly. But they they you know giving them a bit of shit. But they've got some cool things going on and and uh, celebrating some things. One of the things that they've released is uh, a one a single level from a cancelled title, which was Golden Axe Reborn. So if you remember Golden Axe from back in the day, it was kind of like a side-scrolling beat-em-up with, like, fucking barbarians and wizards and shit. And it was a lot of fun, especially if you are uh, a similar age to what me and Jonesy are. Um, It was a cool...
1: Man, that game was so cool. I used to want to go to my mate's house just to play it because I didn't have a Mega Drive, so I couldn't...
0: Uh, Do you remember there was that one level where you're fighting on the back of a fucking eagle? A giant eagle. I don't remember the eagle one. I remember the dragon
1: ones where you were on the backs of little dragons running around and the little um, the little gnomie elf guy who'd come in and steal your gold
0: <laughs> and you have and to you try and hit him. It. Yeah, I love, come I back love that shit. Uh, yeah, but cool. yeah, so this is a... It, it was a cancelled reboot that they uh, did a few years ago and they released this uh, single level which was a essentially a, a proof of concept for the game. Um, now, unfortunately, the game apparently had a bit of a rocky development and... The devs of that game have actually come out against releasing this and saying it's opening up old wounds. Who fucking knows what happened? But there you go. Uh, i wounds. <laughs> looking at it, it, it's wounds. kind of still side scroller, beat up, but almost like a 2.5D side scroller. Like they are 3D models moving on a 2D plane. I think it looks kind of cool. Like, I think it's just the nostalgia in me. Obviously, as a one one level, one off piece of content, uh, piece of concept. It's gonna be janky, and it looks janky. But you know, cool. Always cool to see a glimpse of what could have been.
2: Yeah, cool. But I, I, I could see why the devs in this case like can be would be bummed out. I think yeah. it, I think it could be a bit of a, a blow to have worked on something and maybe put a lot of yourself into something that wasn't coming together and was maybe really rough to work on, and it is almost used as a celebration of a company who are now saying look at how little we care about how the, f- the fact that this didn't come together like <laughs> yeah. we're just gonna throw this out there for you guys to play for fucking free because it's our birthday yeah like I, can, I can see what like imagine if before we left atg we we're working on some really big project that was coming together really slowly it was really grueling then it was like yeah this isn't coming together you will need to move on and then a year later the company were like Hey, it's our birthday, so here is a look at this fucking video. <laughs> these dudes never finished. We'd <laughs> be like, "Oh, really?" Like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, uh, same, but at the same time, like, can I just say, have a really quick
1: comment? Just say that the the footage looks trash. The game looks horrible.
2: <laughs> there we go. I, I, actually, I haven't seen it in motion. I've only seen stills. Oh right, it looks maybe it's in stills. It's in motion
0: that it falls apart because it looks horrible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am looking at it now. Uh, oh wait, I'm no, sure. I am not. I am looking at a leaked one from twenty thirteen. Oh my lord.
0: Oh, no, I'm not. I'm looking at porn. No. Um, well, it's funny that you say that because on on the flip side of that coin, Jamie, is they've released uh, Streets of Kamurocho, which is uh, a Streets of Rage 2 crossed over with Yakuza. So imagine like was probably like a 16-bit um, take on, on Yakuza with the Streets of Rage kind of much like Golden Axe side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to think they've done this entire kind of game as part of their, like, anniversary, and yet they cancelled the Golden Axe thing. You
2: know, yeah, it's, I, I know what you mean. You've like,
1: hey, Different projects not, have
0: different issues, though, right? Like, you don't yeah, know what issues yeah, exactly. they had, oh, and, and totally it could be a dude. billion things. So. Totally, dude. I mean... If if Ubisoft is anything to go by, we we don't know what fucking game producer was working on Golden Axe and feeling up everyone. Like who fucking knows what happened there? So. <laughs>
2: wow, you <know>. yeah, it's <laughs> not hard not hard to believe this day
0: and age, regrettably.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, this thing this thing looked cool, but I think as to a lesser extent with the Golden Axe Reborn, thinks there's more of a story there. There's yeah. a you look at this and think there's a reason they're kind of temporarily giving it away for free and then it's going away again. These are these are little bite-sized things that are trying to ultimately get people to go and look at this sale and buy more yeah. games while they're there. These are you know little tasters, teasers, little yeah. sample. Um, it's still a neat thing, and I actually think the Yakuza license and the Yakuza setting is weirdly befitting of a Streets of Rage two-style mashup because yeah. that game's all about fucking picking up bicycles and whacking people over the head with them. <laughs> I, I uh, really want to play like a uh, it, what's it called like a dragon. That looks kind of sick, right? Like. Yeah, it looks cool. I think it comes out on PS Five slightly later. I think it's an Xbox One X launch thing, and then it's timed for a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Or
0: is it going to be timed with PC at all? Do you reckon? I'm
2: not. I'm not sure. I'd, I'd have to look it up. There's weird stuff going on with that game because, of course, it's
0: been out in the in Japan for a while yeah. as well. Like, but it, it's like Yakuza is always one of those things where the releases between the things have always been kind of weird, right? Yeah. So and it's it only will... like as as we get closer to present day, the the kind of gaps have been shortening.
2: Yeah, so this that, that's it's very strange. It's so in Japan, it came out all the way back in January. Then yeah. in November, it comes out on PS4, Windows, and Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. There's the PS5 version that's not coming out till March. For some oh, reason. right, okay. Uh, so I don't Fair know. Right. Maybe that's a PC game. It's 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 turn based now, right? So yeah, you know, it yeah, might it's, not it's feel like, as like, weird to play on a PC,
0: like legitimate old school RPG. Oh, strange, yeah. very strange, but there but, we cool, go. but cool, but cool all right fellas so with that i guess uh you know i'm just gonna say happy birthday sega uh 60 years old you know going strong and uh yeah i guess that's the end of the podcast we need before we hit that two-hour mark fellas we need a sign-off code what do we think? oh god what what
2: um um i don't so, know i think Jones- we've got a jonesy's card sucks Jones. I didn't say they suck. I said I haven't
1: even used them yet.
2: Oh, my God. So Jones, Jones, something about Jonesy, people not letting Jonesy, I think we Jonesy should have, really see, I, on the train. I think we should have something like, um, don't you
1: dare criticise PlayStation's cards, something like that.
2: No, because that all wasn't caps, what I was all caps. Don't you dare criticise PlayStation, PlayStation cards, say, all caps. You're making me out to sound like a fanboy when actually I'm the only person in this entire conversation who buys Xboxes. What's what, like? What do you say to that? that what, seems, was that's thing, like when, what was the last time you bought an Xbox, Denzi?
1: That's like the sort of thing when you're saying like I can't, you know, I can't be racist. When, I've when got was black the... friends.
2: No. I
1: can't, I can't be a PlayStation <laughs> fanboy because I buy Xboxes.
0: Okay, that's it. I can't be a fanboy because I've got an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's the code what, word. What you, Thank you very what you, much. What are you meant to say to that? <laughs> You've done me.
0: Look how red your face is going. <laughs> That's just his white balance. Is he all right? Oh, well, to be well fair, there fair, we yeah,
2: go. It's, it's always a certain degree of
0: red. <laughs> right, so if you've, got, if you've gotten this far, let us know in the comments down below by saying, uh, I'm not a fanboy. I've got an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll see you next time. See ya.